robot surprise. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> episode 110. Is it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, episode 110. How you been? Flying through it. Um, good, good, good. Usual, you know, working and I always say this. Working, grafting. Trying to live, you know, that kind of shit. We Maybe we'll win the lottery or someone will give us a shitload of money for this. Okay, That's doubtful. Very doubtful. We could try. Keep trying and keep plugging it. Well, you just got to keep working at it, mate. You know what I mean? Just, I, uh, I think I might go back to the old p- promoting beer technique now. And hopefully that someone will actually send us some. Who you got? I'm drinking Hop House today. So Guinness people, send us Guinness and Hop House. Can't beat a bit of Hop House. Hang on. Bosh. Oh. I love a bit of Hop House. It is nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's my favourite beer now. Five. When I go out to the pub, it's either a Guinness or Hop House. I only realised um, when I was reading the back of a bottle when you pissed it, you know, sometimes you do that. You've got a tenth bottle, you're looking <laughs> yeah. at it. Oh, it was made by Guinness. I was like, sad. No wonder it's good. I like so, reading like the French beers and then you look at it and it says bottled in Burton. Yeah, like, you lying fucks. Bottled in Newcastle. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, Some Rob, pikeys under a bridge. Rob's been a Geordie today. He came round. It's about, it's, I think it's zero degrees outside and you just walked about half a mile in a t-shirt, didn't you? Yeah. You create a beer, beer under your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess around me. <laughs> I, I had to uh, drive to London today for work. Did about two hours worth of work in London. Well, just outside London. Good day because, you know, you're not doing a great deal, but I, I, fuck, I can't stand that bullshit, you know what I mean? Like all them... It's the early mornings again. I hate yeah, them. Yeah, you've got to be up at like five or something. Yeah, yeah. Just to get there and just sit there and go... And wait for ages. Mm. And wait for a long time to do anything. Yeah. Do you hear about old, uh, old Prince Philip? Yeah, what a man. Rolling his Range Rover into a ditch. The man's indestructible. <laughs> he, he he flipped his car. I don't know if you, anyone would have heard. We're talking about, about the Queen's husband. Yeah, yeah. He's, not, he's 97. The one who was on my death list last year for, if, to die in February and he didn't. Oof. That's what I said yeah. as far as I remember. Might be 12 months out. 12 months out. Um, I think, uh, no, he's hard as nails. Because someone went over to him. Didn't, obviously didn't know who he was to start with and then realised it was him. He's like, apparently he was like, move your right leg or something because it must have been the weird position. He went, there we go. God, I went, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, he was like, fuck off. I'm <laughs> fucking Queen's husband. So it was like, apparently he was just a bit shaken and not, not hurt. His car was like, it rolled. Upside down, yeah, yeah, it rolled, didn't it? And he got out and just walked off. He apparently went over to the other car and he was like, you are right in there? And they were like, oh my God, that's <laughs> the co- what's happening? Did I bang my head? That's yeah, the yeah. Queen's I, husband. Am I dead? And I'm just like, this is like the last thing you see all yeah. the time. Is, is Prince Philip like um, Peter at the gates? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this it? Is this yeah. the end? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But he looks, he looks like, no disrespect, sir, but you do look like a zombie. Yeah. Imagine him looking through the window. You'd think it was the apocalypse, wouldn't you? Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fucking happening. Well, he's 97. It's one of those. He looks like he's been melted, doesn't he? Yeah, when did he have the hip hop? Hippity hop. Hippity hop. Didn't he have a new hippity hop last year? Was it last year? I think it was the end of last year, yeah. And he's, and he's fucking rolling range, right? They're going to, but I mean. They said that they're going to look down that the uh, like the um, vehicle vehicle and accident people. What they're called? Police. That's them. <laughs> they said they're going to check it out. And if, <laughs> if anything like untowards happened, it will just they'll just ca- carry on as normal. But man, they said you're not going to get him off the road. He won't like that. He's fucking ninety-seven. He'll have to. He'll be forced. Yeah, he's well, just driving your garden. I am the prince. Can't I can't just, be forced. You can't. His garden's like eight thousand miles wide. Can't Mate, just... I, I could drop an elbow on you and you'll be right on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he don't take no shit though, does no, he? No, no. Did you see that time when they uh, they were having like a photograph taken? The press were there, and he got like a uh, what's his name, um, Prince William and Harry and all the other royally people, and like the, the photographer's trying to take a picture, and he was he was taking his time, and and Philip's in the front row, and he's going, "Will you just fucking hurry up? Get that <laughs> bastard photo taken." You can see him smirking. Legend, man. Yeah, 
Man didn't care, does he? I reckon he was hammered on port, man. I'm Probably keep is. Saying it. He definitely was. Yeah, well, he's 97. Why not? I think I would. If if I was at that age, I, I would have expected to die at least 20 years before <laughs> that. So I, I think if I reach the age of 77, I will probably hit the port <laughs> until yeah, I die. Yeah, yeah. Mate, he's hit it since he was like 20. He's yeah. been on port for the best part of like 100 years. Goutney, or whatever it's called, Goutfoot. <laughs> yeah, man, it's um some epic fucking... The fact that he's even driving, just because yeah. of who he is, he should, I mean... Really, you wouldn't even think that he'd be allowed. It's, it's, fu- it's funny, right? Because just by apparently coincidence, they're saying on the radio, right? They were discussing it today. It was a, a meeting was planned today for that road to discuss how dangerous it was and to put a lower speed limit in, which they have already now. And apparently, that was a coincidence. It wasn't, was it? I bet you, fucking Queen's cronies went down to went fucking sort this. It's going to ten mile an hour now. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? You having no meeting? This is the meeting. Yeah, I'm telling it. you, and that's it. And an example of, man. Done. Yeah. So, yeah, man, good on him. Yeah. He's all right. Everyone's okay. There was a little kid in the back of the car, 10 months old as well. Really? Yeah, but they didn't bother talking about the baby on the news. They were just talking about Of course, about I think queen. because, uh, you know, obviously it's all about Philip. So our Facebook group, we're not too far off a 1,000 members now. Flipping Nora. I think we've got another 100 to 150 or so to go. So get on board, people. Yeah. You know what I mean? We need some shout-outs uh, like these people here. Lily Stell. Lily what? Lily Stell. Lily Stell. She's a porn star. She's a porn star? Yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah, Lily Stell. Sarah Sarsurney. Sarah Sarsurney. Sarah Sarsurney. I'm going to go with um, (laughs) one of those um, annoying um, (laughs) health and safety officers (sighs) on site. You know, the ones which, which don't know anything but always moan all the time and have a go and you're like, you don't fucking know anything. So you're saying she's brain dead? Yeah. That's out of order. Yeah. What about Anne Pennell? Anne Pennell. She just sounds like some sort of um, um, <laughs> wife to a lord. Anne Pennell. Oh, yeah, she does, doesn't she, actually? Yeah, or, yeah. or like a queen a or queen. something. A queen's name. Like it does, yeah. It, yeah. The first, yeah, man. Chase Jordan. Chase Jordan. Um, well, he's a basketball player. Are you sure it's a he? Well, she, she. Is, she's a pr- uh, basketball player. We don't know. Well, he or she is a trans transgender person. Quite <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> please. That's that wine, that is. I'm on the wine and the beer at the moment. Why not? Well, Good combo. Got to do it, man. Wine and beer. Yeah. Rocking and rolling. Uh, Megan Hergenrother. Megan Hergenrother? Yeah. That just sounds like, like I say, and, and some of a, like the Lord's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, what about Gabby Turley? Gabby Turley, um, she she does curling. She does curling. Yeah, yeah. For which country? Is she, I mean, I'm gonna say Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. She's an Irish curler. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Good. Jordan Good. Um, it's got to be um one of the um church sort of people which go around knocking on the door. What do you call them Jehovah's? No, that, Jehovah's Witness. Is that is that yeah, part of the Christian the thing? No, it's not. No, it's Jehovah then. Go with Jehovah. <laughs> Just one of the people that knock on your door on a Sunday morning and do your reading. Yeah. And then talk to you about God. Yeah. I I'm love talking to them people. And then I just ask them questions that they can't answer. That no one can answer. I'd just go, why didn't God tell you that not to knock on my door? <laughs> <laughs> what do they say? They just look at me and I, and I say, look, I'll read your book, but I will throw it back in your face next time I see you. <laughs> Karen Powell. Karen Powell. Mm. Um, Karen Powell. I reckon she makes pies. Oh, yeah. I love a good pie idea. Mm. I'm going to have to turn my phone off a minute. I'm getting, uh, getting bugged here. Lewis Reed Blake. 
Lewis Reed Blake. I reckon. I reckon Lewis sucks it's off tramps for crisps. Probably. Uh, I'd, yeah, I'd say so, and probably a little bit of vodka with that. And uh, finally, Josh uh, Gidcom. Josh did come. Did come. Did come. <laughs> I'm guessing he he's a gay porn actor. A, a gay porn star. Yeah. Performer. Performer. As they say, yeah. We've got loads of shouts, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep um for next week. Make up new shit as we go. I told you, I'm just gonna bash it. Oh, I've got to do a shout out for Sophie as well, because she was uh, begging me to go to jujitsu with her all week. I went with went with her on Tuesday. Man, I kid you not. Ten minutes into training with her, she grabbed my cock. Proper foot, and she claims it was an accident, but I could see the look in her eyes. She's like a molester. <sighs> could, could you do it for that? Hashtag me too. Yeah, definitely. I think you should get right down to the courts now. I reckon, man. Yeah, yeah. She wanted me to go uh, last night, but fortunately I couldn't. Well, she just wanted to touch your cock again. <laughs> <laughs> she, that's her. She had a good feel, and then she went. You know what? I fancy a bit more. That, that's that's her. Te- um, like messaging me now. Is it? Yeah, she won't leave me alone. It's probably her saying, "Can you? Can I come and touch your cock?" Probably while playing judo, <laughs> <laughs> playing it. Uh, <laughs> a shout out to uh, Steve Bostock and all the fellas in the Lads Cave on um, WhatsApp. It's a group that uh, he asked me to join, and it's fucking hectic in there. Yeah, carnage. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can imagine the videos. <laughs> so I can I can have two of my mates in a in a on one of these chats, and the amount of shit that flies through from two people. So if there's like what? How many people? I think there's are there? about 250 people in there. Right. If well, if they, yeah, it's gonna be millions, isn't there? It's gonna be constantly coming through. Yeah. And it's gonna be like all sorts of mental shit. I've got about 90 notifications on my phone. I'm not joking. It'd be like chickens pecking dead bodies' eyes out or something <laughs> like that, <laughs> and people getting shot in the face or whatever, and people obviously getting bummed. Yeah, there's loads of that. Yeah, I can all good stuff. That. Like that. So, hello, lads. How's yeah. it going? Thanks for having me. Um, our details, well, we just across the board in it at Robots for Eyes. Yeah, go to Google, type it in, yeah, and you'll get sort of all our social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, if you want to give us money, it's on Patreon. <laughs> if you want to buy a t shirt, just type in Robots for Eyes t shirt. I'm sure it'll prop up. Yeah. T Mill or something like that. That's the fella. That's the one. Something like that. And uh, yeah, leave us a review on iTunes. We're getting a few people doing that and it helps us out. So do it, man. And on Facebook. Yeah, do Just it. review us everywhere you can. Oh, and everybody that's asked for stickers uh, and not received them yet, can you just DM me your... Um, tell me that you've not received them because I've got a, f- a fucking list that I need to... I should have really just been ticking people off as I go, but I haven't. So I don't really... I've forgotten <gasps> who's got stickers and who haven't. And plus, we need to get some stickers made. I think I said that last week as well. You did. But um, I haven't done it. Do you know what the Hop House logo kind of looks like, aren't one? It does, doesn't it? I reckon they've copied us. Fucking robbing bastards. Studs and get him. I'm with the show then, yeah. You mean? Murder show. Murder, rape, uh, misjudgment. No rape in this one. No? Uh, no misjudgment. Very calculated. Very calculated. Yeah, we're talking about the gay slayer. 
Okay. Or Jack the Gripper, as he was sometimes called. Jack, Jack the Shitter. <laughs> Up the Shitter. Yeah, because the Moors were... Because, like, uh, we've been covering, obviously, the Moors murders and then mm. Dennehy and, you know, they're all English, so I thought, fuck it. Might as well just keep rolling with the English terror. Yeah, yeah, do it. And uh, so here he is, Colin Island. Okay. It, it was in just over a three-month period that all this happened. It started in... Uh, I think it was the 8th of March, 1993. He murdered five gay men and a cat. Well, why not? <laughs> you put a cat in there as well. They usually start with the animals, like a cat first or something. Yeah, they do, man, yeah. Has he? Did he not do it in that order, do we know? No, no, he didn't do it in that order. He may have killed, like, actually... He deserved to go down definitely for killing the cat if he, after he's killed five people. I go, you dirty fucker. <laughs> you skipped killing the animals, and then you've gone to kill people, and then you've gone back to that. I know, yeah. He's okay. done it the wrong way around. He's yeah. a very mixed, like, very mixed up fellow, this yeah, lad yeah, is. Yeah, I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> all, of the, all of his victims were killed in their own homes after inviting him back. Like they met, he'd met him at the boozers, and they yeah. thought they were gonna, you know, get a bit, get a bit jiggy with him. Yeah. And uh, nah, man, it didn't work out that way. <laughs> he didn't like any of that. Well, like, he did, but he didn't. Well, no, he didn't. He specifically targeted gay men who were into sadomasochism because that way his victims would like willingly allow him to tie them up. You know, as part of like a sex game. Oh right, so once he's done that easily yeah just like stab him in the eye or whatever. Well, what he did is he then he'd extract money out of them he torture them and then he just and then he just kill them just nice. <laughs> the way he good. did it yeah. and he'd also tamper with bodies as well okay so he, like, like after you mean the scene yeah. after he's done it and then come back and move it yeah like, like a calling it. card oh right okay so it's, it's a pretty good one man because like society this is like back in the mid 90s society kind of had like a fucked up view of gay dudes back then and um he kind of conline had the impression that the public, the general public at large, and the police don't care that much. Exactly, man. It's let, fucked. Isn't let it? him off, sort of thing. Ah, oh, it's all right. Well, just well, whatever. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. fuck it. Whatever. It's one of them. Because sadomasochism was illegal. Okay. Which is a bit fucking. I mean, you know what I mean? Two yeah. people that want to do it, and you're not allowed to do it in the privacy of your own home. Because th- therefore, anybody, because it was illegal, anybody that had seen anything, or anybody that might have known, anyone at all, any of the gay lads, they just didn't want to talk to the police because it's fucking illegal. You can yeah. get busted in it, you know what I mean? So they just kept the mouth but shut. It, yeah, but you could say murder's illegal in the house, but people do it and probably <laughs> don't go around talking about it because they'll go, you murdered someone in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that not legal in your house? No. Oh. <laughs> Isn't there like some states in America where you can just blast people if they come in? Um, I think you can. Yeah, I think I think in most states you can. Just if, kill them if, dead if they're on your, your property what? And, and they're threatening. You're allowed to shoot them. Sometimes if something like if you if you make a mistake and like the guy isn't threatening and he just walks on, he's like lost or something. He knocks. On yeah, he's off his face on something, or he's just. Or walk, just yeah. Or you, or you overreact. I don't know. Well, oh, I, I suppose you, you are my property. Doesn't matter. Fucking dead. Didn't yeah. overreact because he's fucking dead. Dirty rednecks. Colin Island's <laughs> motives for murder are fucking crazy, mate. He told the coppers that it was um, essentially just a, a New Year's resolution. He wanted he wanted to become a famous serial killer. Okay, so cool. See, and he wanted to get like a cool name, like the Gay Slayer. So he's okay. on the rampage, mate. Well, yeah, well, fair enough. Good New Year's resolution. I mean, it's do, reckon he, do you reckon he said that to his friends? Uh, you know, when they go, <laughs> what's your New Year's resolution? Have you got any this year? Uh... Um, um, cut back down oh yes, it was. The, yeah, I did have one, and it was to murder a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, most people like have like take don't have sugar in their drink. Yeah, yeah, have less beer or semi skim milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's gone straight to murder. You've got to become a notorious serial killer. Nice, but it was a meticulous, calculated, well planned criminal psychopath, mate. He was fucking 
he was good at what he did. Clever. Too, yeah, too good. And I point out here, right at the beginning, there's no indication he's gay. None at all. Right. No indication of any sexual activity. So he may not have been. Or he he wasn't gay. Okay. So he's just pretending to be. To just to get men so he could tie him up and kill him. So he wanted to. Oh, his New Year's resolution was to murder gay men. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, it was to become a serial killer and he picked gay men because he could just tie them to fucking beds. And right, and just stab them up. Just do whatever the fuck he wanted to him. Mm. Creepy yeah. cunt, isn't he? Yeah. You know what I mean? He was born on the 16th of March, 1954, in Dartford, in Kent. And his early life is it's quite sad, actually. It's like a lot of these serial killers, they are sort of depressing sort of tales, aren't they? Yeah, it's, a, it's like a shit life, and they just start something in their brain that just goes, oh, fuck it, let's go murdering. That's exactly what it was with him. His, uh, his mum was only a young lass. She was 17 when he was born. And I think, in all fairness, it was probably a mistake. Uh, and he, he may have... May have known that as he mm. got older. I think I think um, most people. I think and the, from sixteen, sixteen up to eighteen. I think if you got if you if there's a child born in a family and they're underneath under the age of eighteen, I think it's a mistake. But it's not with a mis- most people. A mistake isn't like a bad thing. No, no, it's not a bad thing. It just it's means just it should be called up, yeah. unplanned. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah, unplanned. There's that's probably that's probably better actually. Yeah, it's a mistake is kind of like a really bad. Word. You're a mistake, not yeah, really. Yeah. Just I didn't plan because I, I don't unplanned, think unplanned. Yeah, I don't think people are gonna. Yeah, really that's might better. Do. That's better, isn't it? Yeah, Ma- yeah, imagine yeah. if you're in a situation in, in a, a car, you know what I mean? If you go, oh, that was unplanned um, maneuver or something like that. <laughs> it's better than saying I made a mistake, <laughs> isn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, uh, he didn't know his dad. He, he fucked off immediately. I don't even think he was born when by the time his old man disappeared. Okay, as soon as he knocked his mum up, he was like, "See ya." Yeah, he you was um, I mean? he was bish, bish bash bosh in yeah. out gone. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, like a prick. You know yeah. what I mean, man. Common tale in it. Uh, his mum had no kind of job skills. She was sort of, she did like little jobs, like worked in supermarkets and stuff like that. Almost like she was on pocket money at the time. Right. So that's why I don't think you're going to plan to have a child. No. Do you know what I mean? I think you're too young to, to plan to have a child at 17. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, when she got knocked up, she couldn't afford to support herself, let alone. A fucking child as mm. well, and uh, because of because of this, Colin and his mom ended up living with her parents, his grandparents, for about five years from when he was born. So, like, you know what I mean? They sheltered mm-hmm. her until she got back on her feet, yeah. and then moved out. And then they were both meant uh, both moved over to Kent and um, tried to, you know, get on with life best they could. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking hard, man. The best of times, it didn't go to plan. And Colin was around five, I think, at this point. He said he remembers it was uh, real sad kind of fucked up, degrading point in his life. Uh, and that that feeling of like being a lesser person because they couldn't afford things. Mm. Poverty really, that stuck with him forever. And in that six year period, in a six year period, they moved house nine fucking times. So you got no stability at all of anything? Yeah, man, zero stability. You don't know what's going on. You could yeah. be out in the next month. Well, they, like. man, they even lived in wooden huts for homeless women and children. Just what about the homeless men? Like, well, fuck them. They live on the streets, mate. The children, the children. That's Sexist. all you hear most most of these days. What about the women and children? The children, the children, and then everyone sort of bows over. Then <laughs> do you hear about the, the, you do you hear about you know the people coming in on the boats, the immigrants coming in on the boats, and they're not too bothered. <laughs> they, they don't care, right? Until until you bring up her children, and then they're suddenly like, oh yeah. The lads that come in are terrorists. Yeah, they're not too bothered <laughs> about them. But when it's children, like, no, we need to make sure this is safe or we need to not, you know, control this better or whatever. And you think, well, just save the children. <laughs> when you've got a problem, just go, 
the children, and now you, you'll, you'll get a problem sorted. Yeah, man. You've got to look after the kids, man. You've got to look after the kids. You have. You have. Regardless. You can't be sending them across on a dinghy, man. Just fucking get on a boat and come across normally, not a rubber thing. Yeah. If you're going to come in illegally, just, just get a normal just boat. just fucking come, come across? Just come across, what yeah. What are we doing? Anyway, we're digressing. You know what I mean? It's that's ridi- I can't believe that people are doing that. It, it, you know what I mean? It's anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah. Anyway, back to back to Colin Island and his yeah. wife. <laughs> like um, I suppose back then society was really really cruel to because I mean we're talking like mid nineties. It doesn't sound that long ago, but it was quite a long time ago. And like uh, they were shunned, like weak single women and children. Proper like they were you know, her and a bastard child. Yeah, yeah. You know nobody cared. Was he done wrong? <laughs> yeah. he, he actually started to resent her he said because he he felt that his bad luck was all down to her him saying she was irresponsible well, I don't know whether that's the case or whatever mate it's, it's to do with you being fucking tapped in your head that's what it's for if she was irresponsible mate you wouldn't be here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe yeah <laughs> but as you can imagine they're, if they're moving bit re- house bit of reverse psychology there <laughs> Because they're moving house yeah. so, so much. He's also moving schools at the same time. And I think he went to six schools in five years. Mm. Fuck that. I mean, that's traumatic for a kid to move once. Yeah. Go from like primary school to secondary school where they, where you, you know, you don't necessarily, all your mates go different to different schools. I remember that. That mm. was bullshit. And he had no choice. And it was happening on the reg, man. You know yeah. what I mean? So he always felt out of place, didn't have any real permanent solid friends and this in turn made Colin Island socially awkward and hard to relate to. No shit. Yeah. And he never opened up to people. I mean, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? Mm. The, you know, what's the yeah, next minute he's going to go. Yeah. yeah. He didn't know. He's one minute he can go, oh yeah, with this and that and that and he'd be gone next day. I know. Oh, okay. What's the point? He was always a new kid, mate. Just so, he was like a loner. New kids on the block. So I got a lot of dick to do, do, do. What's that song? New kids on Is the box. Suck a lot of dick. Boy, girl groups make me sick. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah, Eminem, I think. It's Eminem. So he was like a prime target for bullies at school. Yeah. Because he didn't know anyone. And that kind of... I mean, you can see why. He, he, he sort of developed like a cold, hard personality. And he found it difficult to relate to people for the rest of his life because his formative <coughs> years were pretty fucking bollocks. Yeah. And his social skills were terrible. Uh, he referred to himself as the thin, lanky, little runt always getting the worst of it. I mean, whatever. Was it always feeling sorry for himself then? Yeah, I think so. But you, I kind of agree with him at this point in his life. Hmm. I suppose it's nobody's. It's not his mom's fault. It's not his fault. It's just a. It's just a, a situation of the circumstance. Yeah, and it's not good for him. Uh, he hated school that much. He'd just bunk off whenever he could, mm-hmm. or just not turn up, or turn up late, or whatever, which would result in punishment. Because he was born back in the fifties, was sort of in the late fifties, early sixties. They just came the shit out of him, yeah. literally more humiliation. Um, you know what I mean? He even said to the police after his arrest, he was surprised he became a sadist and not a masochist. Because obviously, you know, sadists enjoy giving pain and masochists enjoy receiving it. And if he was constantly getting beaten, he was like, well. But I think it sort of flipped it on his head. He wanted to inflict what he felt. Release his anger or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, he'd come home from school and one time he came back and found that his mum had just emptied the fucking house. And was just loading it up. She hadn't even bothered to tell him that they were moving house again. (laughs) So he's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And they're going again, fucking, yeah. So during that six-year period of turmoil, his mother was obviously still young and she had multiple partners. Now, children ain't dumb. They're very observant. And Colin noticed that 
the lads, the, or the, the men, the lads and the men, the young men coming into his life and his mother's life were only paying, atten- paying attention to, to his mom. Yeah. Obviously, you know what I mean? Boyfriends didn't want to settle down at this point. They're just having a laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd get bored and then they'd leave. And it, he, he knew that. It sounds like his mom's a bed hopper, but she's not really. No. Not at all. It's, it's like she was trying to find someone to stay with who would care for her and help her. Not saying she's incapable, but she needed support, man. That's all she was looking for. Yeah. But she was just getting fucked over by blokes, left, right, and centre. And he saw that. Yeah. He saw the geezers fucking her up. And he kept that with him for the rest of his fucking life. Yeah. And then why did you pick on gay men? Well, well you'll find out in a bit, mate. Well, no, there's no other reason, because they could tie up. You could tie Simple up. Simple as that. Just, yeah. Pretty just much. Time up with their permission and then just do what he likes. Yeah. It's convenient. Yeah. Yeah, it's convenient. And you also said it was because um, the pol- the gay lads didn't, didn't speak to police because they They're were... frightened. Yeah, yeah. Or being done for it, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it got too much for his mum. She couldn't get any decent pay, couldn't get any decent jobs, couldn't support herself, and they ended up moving back into her parents' house. And by 1961, his mum had a new partner. I couldn't find his first name. I think his name was, second name was Saker. Mr. Saker. Mr. Saker. Uh, Fook. And, uh, <laughs> Fook Saker <laughs> Yeah For Fook Saker He was a uh, an electrician by trade uh, He looked after Colin He looked after his mum And they ended up getting married And moved into their own house mm-hmm. So this is like By all accounts He was he was a decent bloke By the sound of it Yeah 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 Seemed genuine But times were hard He wasn't getting much work And they were s- suffering from Financial problems I think uh, back then It was per the norm Really mm. 90s weren't a booming time Really uh, But that would put strain On their relationship Because they were Arguing about You know Pressures of money Which caused friction And uh, I think um, Also as well It's around This this point in his life When Mr. Saker <laughs> The Fook Saker yeah, was The like, Fook Saker When he was around Because uh, he had Like you say He's got stability at home now Because he's He's essentially got a house and a and a, a father looking after him. He's not moving around. He's able to sort of sort of put his roots down. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And get a feel for the neighbourhood. Yeah, yeah, he actually knows he's gonna be kind of be staying here for a bit. So he joined the Sea Cadets. Right. Um and he fucking he loved it. He right. really, really enjoyed it. He was accepted as one of them. Yeah, and they get on and they'll work together, don't they? So he would have liked that because he's not used to that because he's constantly being shipped around. Yeah, they? exactly. He fucking loved it. And it sort of started the um, his interest with, with military and also survival for the for the rest of his life. He was okay. bang into it. He loved the military for its security. You know what I mean? It was You're one of us. You're, you're a member of a team. And uh, yeah, he was like a bit, a bit of a prepper in some respects. Bit of like a survivalist. Oh, dude. one of those um, like preppers for zombie ap- apocalypse. But not quite to the level of that. I don't think he just liked to go out camping and uh, you know. What I mean? Oh yeah, so he smack a rabbit on the head with a brick and eat it. Yeah, yeah. eat his ass. <laughs> yeah, 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 and satis- satisfy his bloodlust. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? So it seems like shit's getting better for him at this point. Yeah. Is, is it apparently, it's gone from a rocky road to a steadier road. Yeah, that's it. It's got some sort of stability, but shit got flipped upside down in 1964 when he was 10 years old. They, uh, the family, so it's him, Mr. Saker, and his Poor mom. Folk. Yeah, they got um, they got evicted for missing rent. Which I mean, yeah, okay, but it's a bit fucking harsh kicking a young family out for mm. missing a single rent payment. One rent, well, just give them a cut them a break, man. Full folk, Saker. <laughs> And it's also double That's harsh. That's probably what they said, wasn't it? When the, when they said you've been evicted. 
<laughs> uh, but it's it's double harsh when you consider that his mum was actually pregnant at the time. Oh right, okay. So they fucking kicked a young family out with a young kid and a and a pregnant a pregnant mother. What a conti landlord. Yeah. That's not on, is it? No. Not on at all. So there they are, they're up shit creek, no money, no home, and then his mum drops like a, a nuclear bomb on his head and says, Sorry, Cole, I'm gonna have to put you into a children's care home oh, because that's nice. I can't afford to keep you and uh, the newborn baby, when it comes along, it's going to be too much of a pressure. Oof. An ultimate bitch lap, that is. Oh, imagine that, man. Can you imagine fucking... So you're you're now, because you, you've got pregnant and you obviously were struggling before, you're fucking me off, your son, for another baby, which you obviously will be my brother or sister or whatever, but still, how do you think that's going to make you feel? Yeah, I mean, we'll come and visit, Carl. Oh, what? Okay. Can you imagine when they're around, the, the, like, seeing him in, like, whatever, man, in, like, the common room or whatever. He's like, Mom, can I come home with you? No, no, you've got to stay here. We're, we're going to go home now and bathe our newborn child in love while you stay here, possibly getting yeah. abused. We're going to have a seven-course meal between <laughs> all three of us. Shut up and eat your gruel. <laughs> yeah. Drink that soup, you can. <laughs> it was designed to be as temporary as possible because as soon as they could, they actually did bring him back home. Okay. It was... A means to an end. It's like a proper bad situation that they found themselves in. If you're gonna be a bit awkward though, wouldn't it, when he comes back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, you want me back? Thanks, mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah, all right, I get you. So as soon as, uh, pretty much, almost immediately when he got back to um, the uh, the family, uh, his uh, his stepdad. Mr. Fuxaker, he he, uh, he was feeling the pressure of of family life because he's got another one. Now. He's got he's got his kid and yeah, he's yeah. got Colin, and his mum's not working because she's looking after the kid. And he was like, "Fuck this, see ya." Fuxaker fucked off. Yeah, he f- yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, for Fuxaker, <laughs> he jets. And so again, right, his mum's alone. She's broke as fuck, but this time she's got two fucking children. Mm, nice. What a fucking pr- men are bastards, man. Yeah. All men are pricks, bar none. Unbelievable. <laughs> By 1966, when he was 12, they were living in Sheerness in Kent, and his mum remarried again, so he's got a new stepfather. What's his name? His name is uh, not available, I'm guessing, because after, after this shit happened. Oh, right, he's, uh, he's done something uh, naughty. Well, yeah, he killed five people. <laughs> so he didn't no, no, the husband, I mean. Yeah, they, yeah, so he didn't want to be associated. Oh, right, okay. I okay. couldn't find his name. Oh right, okay. I thought, you meant, really I thought you meant the husband killed five people as well. No, no, I think he just didn't want to be, didn't want anything to do. His name's probably out there. It don't really fucking matter anyway. His name's probably he's probably a Chinese man called Holy Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, may as well. So Colin though, he keeps his this new stepdad at arm's length. He's like, you're gonna you're gonna fuck off like the rest of them. You know what I mean? Mm. I can't trust you. You're just gonna disappear. Can't rely on you. And when he was twelve, he came into contact with the dreaded paedophiles. On four separate occasions, this happened to Colin Island. Now, the first was at a fairground when one of the carnies asked him for sexual favours in return for a pearl necklace for his mum. What? A necklace for a necklace? So, so, so he's, he was gonna do. He's gonna toss toss him off. So he can then for a pearl necklace for his mum. He's gonna give him a pearl necklace, and then he's gonna give her a pearl necklace. <laughs> So a double double goes. He, he's going for you know the usual bloke thing, um, the uh, mother and daughter. He's going for the the son and mother. Yeah, <laughs> what a weird abstract genre of porn that is. Yeah. Um, the second time was that a dude watched him take a dump in a public toilet. That's nice. I mean, what the fuck? You know what I mean, he said he was shit sitting there having a looked up and there's a geezer peering over the edge. Oh. What? And he just carried on, did he? Did what he are you gonna out? do? Crimp it off? You got a foot of turd hanging out your ass. It's not a lot you can do, is it? Well, just gonna I, crack on with it. I'd 
probably hold my turd, right? <laughs> wipe it on my face, right? Just to freak him out and then just kick the cubicle door down and rub it in his face and then go and have a shit again and carry on reading a paper or something. He was 12. The matter. <laughs> the third time, his optician bumped into him in the cinema, in the movies. He said, uh, my eyesight's really bad. Can you get your <laughs> cock out to see if I can see it? Has <laughs> <laughs> your cock got a flashlight on the end of it? Is this a flashlight? Let's <laughs> just try and press this button. Yeah. Squidgy, son. <laughs> just an anti-slip handle. You know what I mean? That's yeah. fucking brave from the optician. Yeah, the op- just trying to fuck one of your patients in inverted commas. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What, what, what is wrong with people, man? <laughs> I, I've been... I, all this pedophile... Pedophilia stuff oh, everywhere. No. I know. Everyone's I know. doing it's it. Fucking disgusting, mate. It, it makes me think. Right? Is it is it wrong not to do it because <laughs> it's going on everywhere? I don't obviously mean <laughs> that, but do you know what I mean by that. But the, the, the Rob's views are his and not mine. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? I mean, it seems to be that everyone's having a go on kids for some reason. I have no idea. It's disgusting. Mate. I know. But uh, it's it's kind of like like the mon- we're the mon- minority now. Oh. Everyone's doing it for some reason. Well, they Why? Were then. Because I don't know. Why? I, don't, I ain't got a fucking clue. I don't know. Why are we doing to watch a little 12-year-old having a shit? I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know mate. It's uh, it's wrong. Imagine imagine if you walked into the, the, the public toilets and you you saw a geezer looking over a thing. You go, all right, mate? I know, yeah. You'd be like, yeah, all right. What are you doing? Um, watching someone have a shit. There you go. Um, what would you do? I'd would you... Report report him instantly. Would you yeah. chin him? Would you? I'd fucking report. Would you go? You're right, him. son, and then chin him. I'm not chinning no one. I'll probably get shanked. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm calling the police. It's unbelievable. We got done a fourth time. Uh, fourth time. This was um. Okay, they're prolific, aren't they? They're everywhere. <laughs> a man tried his luck in a in a second hand shop. Apparently, the <laughs> second hand shop. Yeah, that was his fourth hand in the second hand. <laughs> he claims he never actually got physically abused by any of them at any point once. It, they were just proposition, but like you know, like ignited his fear and hatred for the nonce. He didn't. He didn't get abused. So you can't feel sorry for him, man. Did, did you ever get offered any dodgy stuff from blokes? A geezer did once, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, 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 know. yeah, yeah. So I never did. Yeah, <laughs> it did happen once, man. Yeah, I went to the police. Did you? Yeah, fucking too. What I did? Yeah, I was in. The, I was uh, in a park with uh, with a mate. I won't say his name. And we were just, uh, we were like 10 or some shit. We were just fucking about in streams, like catching stickleback. And some geezer comes walking down the bank. I can see it clear as day. He comes walking down. And he's got like a, a vest on. And he's got in his hands a f- his pair of shorts. Just because it's summer. He's, 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 wet, he's got his shorts in his hand. Mm. And he starts asking, oh, what are you doing down there, lads? And my mate was talking to him. And I'm like, uh, he's got his dick out. Well, is, is, yeah, he didn't have any. He took them off. Oh right, I, th- I thought you meant like he had another pair of shorts on, but he nope. just had a wet pair. No, no, no. I was like, "Are you not seeing this? <laughs> Are you fucking blind?" And yeah. I, I was like, "See ya!" And I just that was it. I was gone. I was yeah. like, "Mate, we need to fucking go now." Didn't nothing happened. No, but it's still yeah. Well, if he's on a full on conversation, yeah, yeah. And yeah, there was a few was, reports. Nothing was mentioned. Well, we went to the cops, and um, no, I mean, did you? What did you say to your mate after? Did you go? Did I you said, "Did you not see his cock hanging out?" And he went, "I did <laughs> at the end, but there was not a lot I could do." And I was engaging in conversation. I was like, "Yes, there is." At we the end, how small was it? <laughs> 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 oh dear me, yeah, man. So you got to feel sorry for Colin, didn't you? Mm. He's constantly moving around, constantly being asked to, to give people hand jobs. <laughs> people are trying to fuck him all the he's time. Going, yeah, he's going, I'm not gay, I'm <laughs> 12, he's stop got it. No dads, then loads of dads, you know what yeah. I mean? Dumped in care homes. Yeah. You know what I mean? He actually said that gay gay dudes were the same, gay S&M dudes were the same as paedophiles. 
I mean, two 45-year-old gay men willing and wanting to tie each other up for a sex fight isn't the same as a 45-year-old man bribing a child into sex. Yeah. The silence then was me trying to think (laughs) of how that's linked. Yeah, yeah, I know it doesn't make any sense no, at no. all. It's just, just, he's just mate, trying to make an excuse. He's just clutching, man. He's trying, he's trying to put something towards a memory. So he, the police might, go, oh yeah, fine. Then if you were touched four times as a, you know, a kid, <laughs> then you know, yeah, it's, I can see the link. Bye. He's just trying to justify it. Yeah, yeah. No, if you walk in on two gay dudes having sex, you'd be like, sorry, lads, as you were, but you walk in and there's a man and a kid. We got ourselves a situation. Yeah, yeah. You, you, know what I mean? you, don't, you don't go carry on as you were. <laughs> no, <laughs> we have to sort this out. <laughs> yeah, fucking now. Yeah, yeah. So unsurprisingly, uh, our man Big Carl, Colin Ireland, was involved in crime throughout his, pretty much his entire life. Um, he had convictions for theft, burglary, and blackmail. At sixteen, this is his first criminal offence, as far as I could see. Like totally fed up with life and just wanting wanting out. He he nicked four quid. Mm-hmm. four quid to run away to London but he got busted and he was sentenced to 18 months what? for stealing four quid in the 90s? it's not even a five it's no pro- no no this was in the uh, in the 60s I was going to say like, um, but yeah what, what's that? how much is that would you say these days? Well, oh, even in the 60s it might be 25, 30 quid call it 500 it's still not fucking you know what it's I mean 18 like, months for it yeah, he was putting a borsal for troubled lads. He was rebelling by saying... Yeah, but they were hardcore back then, though, weren't they? Shit, yeah. The police were like, right, you're going to prison for like 10 years. <laughs> well, I just blinked. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. shouldn't have blinked. This is, this is a non-blink zone. So Stop it. <laughs> when, when he was inside, he uh, he like he was setting fire to shit all the time. Well, that's not going to help. But that's a tick in the serial killer list, isn't it? Setting yeah, yeah. Fire, yeah, yeah fire, I mean? But it's not going to help when you're in prison to get out, is it? I'll set some fires off and do some shit like He's that. just rebelling whichever way he could. When he got out, he spent time um, homeless in London where he was committing robbery and mugging, muggings. You know what I mean? Sent to a... Uh, I mean, that's just because he's desperate. Mm-hmm. He's not making the right decisions. Yeah. He was sent to another Young Offenders Institute. Now, now, if you... If a home, if he was clearly homeless, right, and you had... Um, just say you had a chain of shops, 15, 20 shops, and the tramp come in and nicked... Um, I think you have to l- call them homeless people in this day and age, yeah. Rob. That's not politically yeah. correct. Yeah, that's true. Like you can't call tran- trannies trannies anymore. You have to call them transvestite. Transgender as well. That's it, yeah. That's what I said earlier on. But, um, yeah, I mean, tramps in America also means slut. Does it? Yeah, yeah. I so you saying that, that, was it... Did slutty, you say Lily, Lily homeless people. at the beginning? That's what you said. I didn't say that. Rob said that. <laughs> <Not me. laughs> um, would you let the, the tramp off, right? I'd employ him. Yeah, would you let let them off and employ them? Would you? If you go, if if they nicked a, um, just say they nicked a, um a loaf of bread. If they tried to nick like loads of beer or something, then definitely put them down. No, but no, but <laughs> like if they, if they clearly were just trying to trying to have something to to live because they're desperate. Yeah, well, would you let them go? Would you? Would you? Obviously, you'd have to have a word of them. But I think I'm gonna like your idea. To go and look. Yeah, we're letting yeah. you off. We'll give you a job. If you want a job, you well, got a job. It depends on the circumstance. If he's like mugging me and but fucking, you know what I mean, burgling and smashing shit up. You give that cunt a job though, you'd be like that, wouldn't you, with the other staff? Can't you fucking iron this knob? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't see the point of, um, like a, a young lad like that, you can see, oh, he's, it's harmless, but it's not harmless. Punishing him and getting the law involved when he's clearly desperate, he's gonna, it's just going to send him backwards. It's probably better that you point out that it's fucking shit what you've done but 
You know what I mean? Here's a brush. Clean the floor. Come in every morning, every evening. I'm going to give you a fiver I or think whatever. That, I think that's the best way to deal with... Um, don't fuck me over because yeah, I'll kill yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Simple as. You've been in the body shed. <laughs> now, um, I think that's the best way to sort petty crime out. And, and like, if there's any um, hobos, <laughs> tramps, yeah. uh, homeless, sorry. Vagrants. Um, um, doing bad stuff is to try and offer them an opportunity. Yeah, of course. And then if they... If they were not refused, because that be this you go, I'm gonna get you done now. You know what I mean? But yeah. if they do it and fuck up, then then you go, look, that's it. You, you know, yeah. simple as Try you've had your them. chance. So yeah, it w- here's a quick summary of his criminal record. As far as I can see, nineteen four quid, nineteen seventy one. Yeah, he nicked four quid when he was sixteen. Two years in Borstal, mate. That's just nuts for. A f- well, it's nearly two years, 18 months, for four quid. It's insane. December 75, when he was 21, two counts of burglary, stole a car, smashed up somebody's property, got 18 months in prison. Uh, 1977, age 23, blackmail, extortion, 18 months. Ah, so that, that was um, something he came back to. It's escalating, yeah, absolutely, yeah. 1980, age 26, robbery, two years in prison, got out early. But didn't matter because the next year, 1981, when he was 27, attempted deception. He got two months in prison for that. And in 1985, when he was 31, he got done for going equipped to commit fraud and got sentenced to six months in prison. So by the age of 31, he'd been sentenced to almost eight years. Okay. And that's just the shit he got busted for. You know what I mean? Mm. I can't believe, right, he, he got done... For fra- uh, going uh, t- f- uh, equipped to commit fraud, he got six months, yeah, but he got sentenced two years for n- for nicking four quid. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? I reckon there should be a, a free strike, a free um like strike rule. So in other words, if you break the law three times, that's when you get a harsh punishment. Yeah, you get like twenty five years. Hands chopped off. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rob's going Nigeria on him, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Get your dick chopped off. Jesus! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Circumcision. Well, it's November 1976. Uh, he was 22 years old, and he's obviously in trouble with the law at this point, and he's moved to Swindon. He's a big lad now. He's over six foot tall, mm. and he's using his size to intimidate people. He got a girlfriend. She was a, uh, a West Indian lass, uh, five years old, older than him, and she had four children. They're good at cricket that time as well. West Indians, were yeah, they? Yeah. Oh, no. They're not now. They're, they're not shit. good at cricket. No, they're shit now. Oh, dear. Let it slip, man. Yeah, but he was only with her four months, and uh, he wanted to marry her. Uh, it's steady on, Cole. Calm down, mate. Yeah, fucking chill the fuck out, mate. Yeah. I think it's like, is that like him just going, fucking stability, and grabbing it? Maybe, yeah. It's and it, Now, would you say he's going to be a better person if he was married because he's seen what's happened to his mom? So he might have the respect to, to actually look after her well, well, rather well, than, like... Just shit on her in about four seconds. Well, we'll see. Because uh, oh, um, right, okay. he, did, he didn't marry her. He, uh, he just he just upped and left. Um, oh, okay. So he's the same as his, the other ones. <laughs> in, in 1982, he was living in Holloway in London. Um, an island married Virginia Zamet, and he actually had a daughter. But he fucked it up though. He cheated on her, and she rightly divorced him in 1987. So he's with her for five years, mm-hmm. and he'd been inside for fraud whilst with her. So she knew he was a bad egg. Yeah. You know what I mean. Quite rightly, she's like, you're cheating on me, you've been in prison for fraud. For fraud. Yeah, this ain't lasted. Yeah, see ya. Uh, after that, he after that split up and that divorce, he, he moved to Devon, where he got married for the second time to a bird called Janet Young, and she had two kids. Some people go into to stuff mega quickly, don't they? Mm. Too quickly. Uh, 
Sorry, just having a beer. Bringing a sick or something then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Just fucking fun. I'd have to carry on. That'd be funny. Because yeah. you'd be muffled. It'd be like this because it'd be all over the microphone. <laughs> 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 okay. The show must go on. <laughs> oh, Hannah's going out. See a bit. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, got married for a second time to Janet Young. Now, she ran a boozer and a bed and breakfast in Devon called The Globe Inn. Um, when she met him, she said that she was in a very vulnerable period of her life. Uh, yeah, you might be saying that now in hindsight mm. because you got fucked over. It turns out that Colin Island was not only a thief and a bit of a prick, but he was also a controlling and manipulative bastard who could he took he took over everything mm-hmm. within a few months. Like he, I think it was like four months they got married or something ridiculous. Yeah, well, he, shit. Se- he seems to like want to get married quickly, doesn't he? All the time. He realised he like landed on his feet. You know what I mean? Marrying a a woman who who ran her own business and was earning money, and he set about trying to figure out how to extract everything he possibly could from her and the relationship. Their marriage was marred with rows and fights, and she tells a tale on a lot of the documentaries. I've got no idea if it's true, but this is what she says. She said that they had a blazing row because it's a bed and breakfast. Yeah, she she fucked off and went into one of the other rooms. Uh, to, to sleep for the night. <clears throat> and Colin barges in and smashes the fucking light bulb, right? Right. So they're both standing there in complete darkness. Don't know where he is. And then he'd, he'd go into one corner of the room. He'd go, I'm over here. And she'd turn around. And then he'd go into the other corner and go, I'm over here now. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? Why, why are you doing that? Bit of a fucking weirdo. No, you know I, I mean? do. I'd just go, oh, that's good. You need to change <laughs> the light bulb that you just smashed, you can. <laughs> I'd just go, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, they they got divorced again. He's repeating. What a cunt! I know he's a, pr- but he showed a proper cunty side, like leading up to the divorce and the reason how it happened. Like, cause his 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 new wife essentially and family had taken time off from work to visit London for the weekend, and he went out surviving on the um, Essex Moors. We did that quite a lot. Yeah, well, it, if you could tell by the tone of Tom's voice, but the actions were his. T- Put both his hands up and the two <laughs> two middle fingers. <laughs> two middle fingers? I've got two middle fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, got, I've got six fingers two on fingers each hand. Two fingers and two that you swear he had the other way around <laughs> and he twitched them down so <laughs> he can get what that means. Well, he, no, he did go surviving did a he? lot, but he wasn't very good at it. Well, he, he obviously did because he survived. <laughs> he just came home. I might do that. Dinner. I might use that as an excuse when I go out. <laughs> I'm just going to go and survive. But he, and then we just come back and go, fucking hell, I survived. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so technically we're all surviving all the time. Yeah, we're surviving all the time till we die. And then we are not surviving, are we? So so, these, uh, so his wife and uh, his kids, they stay in a hotel in London. Mm-hmm. And it, she thought that he was going, obviously surviving, but unbeknownst to her... He was out bashing. He travelled back to the pub in London and basically just took everything, took all their belongings, all the fucking clothes, the car, the money, emptied the bank accounts. He told everybody in the boozer... That the bailiffs were coming in, and I'm just, you know, I'm just protecting the family shit. So nobody tried to stop him. Yeah, they, they thought that. Oh yeah, um, so you just know, fair fu- play to you. Yeah, yeah. Hide it in a, you know, <laughs> dig a big hole somewhere, they bury prob- it. They probably helped him load the car up. Yeah, yeah. Probably. And he, he just fucked off with all the profits of her work. Just, just done one. Totally robbed her. Like a pathetic, parasitic shit, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? P. Rick. She was homeless because of that. Totally fucking home with kids. With kids. So he's doing. Did he go sh- to prison for that? No. What, he he's four quid, right? But yeah, he, he ransacks someone else's business and, <laughs> and the house where they live and everything, and he gets away with it. Because she didn't know where he was. 
Oh, he literally just done one big yeah, time. Yeah, he just completely fucked off. And because he was so useless, even after taking all her shit, he ended up homeless too. You know what I mean? He's a proper home wrecker, just fucking up people's lives. Yep. So at 39 years old, he's unemployed, he's living on benefits in a bed seat on, in Southend-on-Sea, and he starts, like, um, volunteering like himself for like work he worked in like a homeless shelter and the staff said that he was a bit of a fucking nutcase a bit weird he you know he used to get rowdy on the reg and they, they tell a story about this one homeless fella who used to come into the shelter and would cause problems just yeah. trapping off and being rude and offensive to the staff so come in good oh, god bless you Carl. he's like do you want me to get rid of him and they're like well what do you mean how are you gonna do it and he says all right what i'll do is i'll shovel a shove a couple of snooker balls down his throat That'll fuck him off. And they were well, like, that would work. Yeah, well, it would. It would work. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest. They go, yeah, that's a f- fair, fair way of getting rid of him. I know. But they were like, mm, Carl, calm down, son. It doesn't, you don't have to kill someone. It's, it's fine. We yeah. can just, they promptly sacked him after that, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he then got a job as a pallet smasher. So he was just smashing. A pallet smasher? Yeah, he was just smashing pallets up with sledgehammers, just breaking shit. You know what I mean? It wasn't exactly very sort of rewarding work and uh, I think he started to see himself for for what he actually was and uh, he couldn't hide that his life was shit and feeling like he was nothing completely insignificant he wanted a bit of excite- excitement so he started reading serial killer books Ooh. detective books I've got a serial killer book have you? Mm-hmm. what's he called? Um, serial killer it's actually called serial killers <laughs> <laughs> that's all it's called I'll have to bring it in you can do an episode on one there's there's I think we've covered most of them on it, to be honest. Have we? I will get it out. Covered I think I've got Fred West on, actually. Covered it badly. Just Fred West. So, like, his account or some shit like that. But it won't be his account. It'll be someone's wrote it up. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it's not him, because he'd probably go, I ate biscuits one morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stabbed yeah. up some lady after fucking her. Killed my own daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking what probably all it'd comedy. be. And there'll probably be, like, like, shit hand drawings in there, and that'd be it. That'd yeah. be the book. In about 400 pages of house. hand drawings and about five pages of writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like finger painting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fred West. What a fucking weirdo. <laughs> so, yeah, he's uh, he's um, he, ra- he basically ramps up his life. He's, he's decided that, look, I've got, I've got nothing to live for. I'm a pallet smasher. All or nothing. It's, yeah. So, like, he kind of educated himself in methods of detection used in police work, like learning how to cover his tracks just through reading all of these these serial killer books are like telling him yeah. what they what they do to catch him. And he was like, don't do that. Don't do that. Do that. Do that. We'll get away with it. So on January the 1st, 1993, he makes a New Year's resolution to become a famous serial killer. It's a bit outside the box. <laughs> I've got to say for a New Year's resolution, isn't it? It's not the typical I'm going to run for a few days. Yeah, it's, that's, that's, yeah. Hmm. Actually cool. To, I think they call... Cool today quitters day because it's it's like 18 days into january most people just knock all the new year's resolutions on the head that they made it's a, it's the time everyone gives up and goes fuck that i'll eat pies and crisps on yeah, the sofa yeah. you yeah. lazy fuckers get up and do something yeah just get up your ass i'll tell you what buy buy, <laughs> buy some step ladders right just walk up and down and 10 times a day it's grafting it that just do that yeah. do that in front room with your telly just walk up and down it just leave it in the corner you can have one on the wall <laughs> and just walk up and down it 10 times each day you're fucking fine and sit down and watch your fucking Jeremy Qu- Carl again with your crisps. <laughs> right. This love's on fire. <laughs> Time for a tune. Yeah.
So, second part. Yeah, man. So, so we've gone past the uh, the uh, talk of what he grew up to be like and who he met and all that. Now let's get on to the we, we've um we've shaped the fella. We, we now we know how he um how his how his brain works, so to speak. Um, but like all good serial killers, yeah, he's gonna have a kill kit. Yeah, well, he gotta. You, you always be. always gotta have some sort of hammer and rope, maybe a knife. Um, they're the usual essentials. Um, maybe cable ties. I don't know. That <laughs> might be a different a different league here. You know what? There's a cable tie on the floor there. And just before we did the podcast, I was thinking that'd be a fucking well good like murder good, weapon. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Especially you know those big fat ones. You Versatile. know the ones which are like like like, like near enough an inch thick. You ain't getting out of them. You know, you pull that. I mean, there's no way you're pulling, stopping that. You're not getting out of that. No. You're fucked. Yeah. The more you try, the more it's gonna tighten. Well, his his kill traps. kit. <laughs> his kill kit uh, consisted of a spare change of clothes. Right. Okay. That can get away with that. Fine. Gloves. Gloves. Okay. Handcuffs. Okay. And the telling one, rope. Okay. Handcuffs and rope. So we've got no sharp implements here. No. So we okay. can kind of, and we're into sadomasochism. But you, so you could you could kind of get away with that a little bit. You could just go look. Yeah, I like a bit of a. Tying people up, but you know, with their consent. <laughs> yeah. I know it's a, no- uh, a bit uh, naughty. Well, it's illegal. A bit it naughty, but it's you know, it's, there's no knife or hammer in there. Yeah, that's a, that's like the risky point for him. Out of all this, is is when he's walking around London with a bag with that shit in, mm. because I mean, you can't. I mean, what are you going to say? Maybe the first time before any, but when there's a serial killer in operation. And they know how people are being killed, and you're walking around with a bag, which oh, is. <laughs> I think a good way of getting away with it is. Each murder, right? Here's a good way of getting away with it. If you get caught around the streets, is buying a hammer uh, or a knife or a rope, right, from a store that day, and just wow. have it in a bag and just keep doing it like that. Well, that's so you could go. Well, you could go. Well, well I've just bought this. Sorry, mean, I've got the receipt. I literally have just bought it. But yeah, you know, and they go, okay, maybe he's, you know, he's, um, I don't know, knocking down a wall and hanging himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Because he was reading about serial killers, he he knew most most serial killers in, in you know in the books that he read would would operate in a radius of about seven miles from their homes, and this is why he chose to target people in London because he was living in a bed seat in Southend on Sea, okay, far out the seven mile, thirty, 30 <coughs> mile away or yeah, something. He was, like was fucking well. probably more. And he hunted at the Colhern pub in West London, which was a, a leather bar, like blacked out windows. It was a it was a boozer that the gay lads would use, like a pickup joint basically. Yeah. Cool stunk, man. stunk of poppers when you walk in. Hopefully. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the day, police used to target pubs like the Colhern on the wreck because it was easy to arrest dudes who were into this pesky illegal S and M. Yeah. And the and the gay what, community, how do they um how how did the police work that out? Did they walk in and go, you'll find are out? You, are you into any SMM? Well, you see, the gay community is an incredibly organised and intelligent bunch of, la- bunch of lads. Of course they are. And they have got it down to a fucking T as we'll go through. So the coppers walked in and knew straight away. They would have done anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, they, uh, but they weren't getting on well with the Rosses at this point, the, right, the okay. gay lads. Because yeah, yeah. co- cops would, r- would like raid bars and they'd come in wearing rubber gloves to like stop themselves from catching AIDS and HIV and shit. Oh yeah, it was oh, rife though, wasn't f- it? It was when I say rife, what I mean is it was scared, like a really scared thing in the eighties and nineties, wasn't it? Th- you can't. I mean, what the fuck are you doing, coppers? You know what I mean? You, th- th- how? That's how you alienate people. I mean, it's ridiculous. I there's a better way of doing it, <laughs> right? All they need is to turn up with a load of plyboard and just drill it over the doors. <laughs> 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 a moany message. Yes. Thankfully, shit has changed now. Didn't I? This yeah. is a, we're a gay friendly pod, man. 
Yeah, yeah, we, we go. Are. Yeah, friendly to everyone. Whatever we say, if it's uh, if it sounds a bit wrong, it's we're doing it as tongue in cheek. We don't yeah. ever mean it. Gallows humour and all. Yeah. So throughout the throughout the entire investigation, police struggled to get the uh, the gay fellas to talk. They just fucking. I mean, you can see why. Oh, did they just go? Um, did they just go? Um, can I tie you up? <laughs> And they go, yeah, I got you, I got you. <laughs> I, bet, I bet they did, man. I bet that's how they did it. <clears throat> Probably undercover cops in there pretending to be gay, just to, or, or, or gay cops, maybe, mate, going I, in there and going, tie me up, people, and mate, seeing I, who comes over. I guarantee you there was no undercover cops in the Colhern. <laughs> right, okay. Because the Colhern is infamous, mate, free, separate serial killers hunted there from the 1970s oh right so they, the people would have stayed away yeah yeah mate did he choose that as well because of that do you reckon uh, p- quite possibly oh cool quite, the mighty Dennis Nilsson he used it did he oh yeah, brilliant yeah yeah Ma- uh, Michael Lupo the the uh, the wolf man who killed four people he used it he died from AIDS yeah. he died from he AIDS he died from AIDS <laughs> and Colin Island okay he cool. used it man so it's, that's like a it's like a serial killer playground you know what I mean yeah it's like it's like he would have been like he he would have been starstruck if they were both in there at the same time. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't yeah. They? He'd have been like, a super group. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that sounded like he was about to ejaculate. <laughs> but he, he would have been starstruck to hell, wouldn't he? Yeah. Everyone else would be like, fuck, yeah. fuck, stay away. Well, you'd think though that the, the lads drinking in the Colhern would be really wary of of um, being raped and murdered. Well, three serial killers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like over 20 more than well Pre- over 20. Preying on this is going to sound bad, but I don't mean it bad. Preying on the weak because of the um the way the laws were. That's basically what it was. Yeah, absolutely. They may not have been weak, it was just a case the laws were against them. Well, they I think in total if off the top of my head, I haven't got the information in front of me, but be- from these serial killers working in the coal herd, yeah. um 26 dudes Died through serial killing in one fucking pub. Fucking hell, I could say it's dead in Well, there. actually, no, I don't know if Nilsson picked up every single guy from there. I can't remember. We did do a pod on him, but that was but like a year ago. You, you would have to walk him and go, fuck me, it's dead in here. <laughs> <laughs> but it was never dead in there. It was <laughs> fucking pumping, man. Yeah, it was pumping full of uh, murderers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. Fuck, fuck. So before any killings... Colin Island researched gay codes. He knew what to do and how to pick lads oh, up. So he, he had a bit of a brain on him, obviously, yeah. because he was searching into shit like that. Well, they used colour-coded handkerchiefs, so he knew what to look for. Like He went into the Colhern on the 8th of March, 1993, using a black handkerchief as an indicator of being into S&M. And that what he did is he posed as a as a top S and M guy uh, wearing a handkerchief on his left hand side. Top doesn't mean you're the best. It just means you're the you're the bloke who likes to you're the dominant geezer, the one that likes to tie people up. Uh, left is wasn't top this walking with ropes around their arms? <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> no, but no. I suppose it's clever though. I suppose in a way to the thing is, does that, I imagine that code probably changed quite regularly because of. No, being co- caught, maybe. Well, mate, I don't know. Man. I, they might have got got. Um, what's the word for it? What got. Say? So it's just a hanky officer. Am I like? Is it illegal to carry a, a black handkerchief now? I suppose you've got to catch be tying someone up. So left is top side. So ch- sorry, chief, a chief. Um, 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 handkerchief. It, the black one. The chief means basically the one who likes to tie up. Yeah, the, the, a black handkerchief worn on the left side is the dominant sadist. And if you wear a black handkerchief, same colour on the right hand side, it means you like being tied up. Yeah, you're the you're the submissive masochist. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, I've got a list here. Let's see if you can. I guarantee you'll get at least one. Do you possi- possibly two. Correct. Okay, obviously, we've got to ignore the black ones. Black. Yeah. S and M. Dark blue handkerchief 
dark blue. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, I don't know, drowning in the bath. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a bit hardcore. Well, it's a, it's a, a serial killer's paradise. This isn't S&M. This is just like yeah. what gay lads yeah, are yeah. into. So yeah, you okay. go into the pub. So, and okay, like, dark, so dark blue. It could so be anything. It could be anything. It could be like peck mo- on the cheek. Yeah, like a sexual thing though, really. Yeah, it doesn't okay. have to be tie me up and hit or me. Or drown me. Yeah, or drown <laughs> me in a, yeah, in a yeah. bath. I mean, I think that was like the red polka dot handkerchief with a, with a flag <laughs> in it. Yeah, yeah. No, I was only thinking that because of the serial killers in there, to no, be honest. No, no, no. Special pub to where you go to get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> That's a unique niche market, that yeah, is. Yeah. What's the murder chief? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the murder chief. So yeah, uh, dark, dark blue. Dark I'm gonna, blue. I'm going to say, um, um, it's I an don't know, like, dark blue is an obvious one. Well, for gay lads, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Sucking cock? Anal sex. Right, okay. So you've got light blue. Okay. So light blue is giving. Is it giving? That's no, oral sex. Oral sex. Which right, okay. Sucking cock. This is the but one. But what, what if you're colorblind? Well, you, you're fucked. Or you're in yeah. a dark corner. You, you can't tell if it's. <laughs> you go, you go. You take them out and you go, no, 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 no. Sorry. I thought you were wanted anal. Yeah, but that's the point, man. Actually, most, yeah. Most men are colorblind. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. You go in there. I struggle with with blues, browns, and and greens. Dark. Oh, you, you struggle with browns. You're going to really fucking regret <laughs> it on the next one. What's a brown <laughs> handkerchief then, Rob? That sounds like in the shitter to me. Yep, that's scat. You're into being shat on. Okay. Green. What's all that about? Green. Um. Um. Stabbing a dog. Um. I'm going to say. Um. Uh. Uh, wanking each other off or something <laughs> like that. No, this is, you, you're a, like a, a prostitute, like a pimp boy. You know. Oh, so you want money? Yeah, basically. So green means you want cash? Because some geezers just want to pay for it. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but yeah, I suppose. You, do you know what? There was a documentary a while back, right? Um, I think you, I, I, I can't remember who you told me. It was either you or or Phil. Um, um, and it was uh, something to do with um, uh, um, people pay, just paying Literally, yeah, calling yeah, yeah, a yeah. prostitute, not even doing anything, just giving them money. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they like. Uh, there's some girls out like there. Buy my house. And buy my house for me. And they go, well okay. smart, man. They like. They figure out like there's a geezer. They're like, give me your fucking numbers to your bank. Give me all your bank details. Yeah, yeah. And they do, and they go, right, I'm going to spend your money. And they're like, oh my god, oh, I'm so hard at the point that you could spend all my money. You dumb fuck. I'm having a go at that. Yeah. Give me your number. Yeah. <laughs> you know give me one of those voice box things. Hello there. <laughs> Sound the queen. Hello there. I'm the queen. So a grey handkerchief, what are we after there? Grey handkerchief. Yeah. Um, right, I'm going to get, so we've done scat. We've done, so I'm going to go for more um, um, weird shit which goes around sex now. So not not just like sticking it in her ass and the mouth. It's <laughs> going to be something weird now, like jizzing in the face or something. No, that's, that's normal, mate. This is bo- grey's bondage. Bondage. Uh, orange. Outside porn. Outside anything goes. As orange means anything. Just whatever the fuck you want to do to me. I'm like, you can shit in my eyes. You can, like, I don't you know. You can pay me. You can pierce my ears. Right, okay. Whilst feeding me tomatoes. It doesn't matter. Fuck me while I eat crisps. It doesn't matter. It, <laughs> it does not matter. Purple. Is there, is, what's the fuck me for eating cri- while I'm eating crisps? <laughs> that, well, mate, I found a list that had 78 hankies on. What? It was like a martial arts grading system. It was fucking amazing. You, you could be like, what you could do, right, is be a gay clown, right? And walk in there. You could well, not Kimmy Tommy because he kills him. Um, but you could walk in there. You know when the the, the magic trick of the handkerchiefs. Yeah, you just go out with all the colours. Go out. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. at the very end, have the whatever the one with the orange one for everything. Yeah, orange is everything. Yeah. And you go. Oops, I've already just done it. All. <laughs> Pur- purple. I mean, you're not going. What do you reckon purple is? Go on, I'll let you have a guess. Um, I don't know. Outside. Um, sex. I don't know. Piercing. You've got. 
Gaylord's a, a more that you're I'd, just I'm, like, I'm, not, um, I'm, I'm pretty straight down the line. You are, aren't you? Yeah. Like uh, maybe outside, is that a bit risky? I'm like, no, it's piercing porn. Uh, the red piercing porn. Piercing porn. Is it Prince Albert's? What's a pr- Forget about it. Red. <laughs> red. Um, um, strangling. Nearly fisting. Oh right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into there now. Yellow. Uh, piss on you. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> oh mate, brilliant man. These dudes know how to have fun. Yeah, yeah. They really fair do. play to them. Oh fuck it, damn. Yeah. It's all organised. No messing about. You walk in and go, yeah, I know what, what they want. I know what they want. What C- they want. Could you imagine a straight bar that was like that? You just go down to the pub, it, like down the road. It'd be carnage, wouldn't it? <laughs> There's a girl. It'd, it'd be absolute <laughs> carnage, wouldn't it? It would be. With posters in the toilet. You're they like, need oh, to do it. But that girl in the corner, she's got fucking, she's got, uh, she's got a pink handkerchief. You're going to have a piss and there's you like got a fucking poster in front of you. Pink, pink, you pink. you got your pink, book pink. of handkerchiefs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why having a piss? Flicking pink. through the pages. Hang on. Uh, oh, this pink. is a, looks like a, a light, light pink, this one. <laughs> Shade four. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, love for you. Yeah, you've got a colour chart. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Look <laughs> paint chart. You'd be fucking sorted, you would. Mate, mate, I've got a, I've got a paint chart which is about fucking t- 12 inches thick. <laughs> so so I'd be like, I know exactly I think, what you I, want. I think pink means 12 <laughs> inches yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then lads have a laugh, man. You know what I mean? Good yeah. on them, good on them. Anyway, <laughs> in the Colherne, on that date that I can't remember, that was ages ago, that yeah. I told you, I think it was the 8th of March. The murdering pub. That's yeah. it. He's gone in there on the, uh, the 8th of March and met... 45 year old Peter Walker yeah. <laughs> and um, he actually spilt a, Walker spilt a drink on him like, like, oops I'm sorry like a proper whoops I, sorry pal didn't mean to spill a drink on you yeah let me use my handkerchief to wipe blood <laughs> up yeah was it one of those was it <laughs> pretty much oh right okay <laughs> Oh, right, okay. And uh, yeah, so like uh, Peter Walker uh, ended up chatting to Colin Ireland and um, invited him back to his to his house yeah Colin's like yeah man and on the way he puts his his, uh, his gloves on which should really, I mean, I don't know whether it should alert you. It depends what gloves they are. If they're like, like, if they're like plastic surgical gloves, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, this, we need to leave now. If it's like, like big woolly gloves because it's fucking minus 10 outside, I'd go, fair enough. Like mitts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your mitts. Yeah, you, like, you know, the mitts, like, the, so it's like one f- giant finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're fisting me. That's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So he actually, Peter, Peter Walker actually volunteered to be stripped naked and tied up to the four corners of the bed. It, it's like, to him, it's just a bit of fun at this point. What R- colour hanky was that one again? That's black, but he was wearing that on the right-hand side because he was... A right, so he, yeah, so he, he was, was the one he wanted to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Colin's there with these on the on Sorry, the there was so much hanky talk, I forgot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I forgot what was what. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas player. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so to, 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 Chris, to um, Peter Walker, this is actually just a, a bit of fun, but it's, it's risky... I mean, I suppose that's... Well, you don't expect, I suppose, when you go to a, cl- a gay bar, I imagine, right, with <laughs> everyone's there with their own intentions, because yeah, they are, not. right, um, that that you expect, do you know what, I might get fucking murdered here. Yeah, I know, it's not, yeah. Well, considering... Co- especially the fact everyone's going, this is what I like to do, this is what you like to know, do, mate. through hankies. Two serial killers operated there, you'd be thinking what at colour, least, what, what, what colour would be the, I'm a serial killer one? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I don't know. What, I mean, how did he not think something was up when Colin Ireland like put his bag down what? in his bed and got a ro- got rope out of his bag and tied him up? You'd be like, what the fuck else yeah, you yeah. got in that bag, son? You know what I mean? Well, the thing you is, come though, with he a probably, proper pro- S&M he probably, kit. probably, probably, well, yeah. But he d- he didn't because he was a dominant one. I suppose he would he might have that on him because he's, he's, say, he's saying, well, you you know, I've told you this. Why yeah. my handkerchief? Just my sex. What bag, do man? they do right when there's bunting up? <laughs> uh, panic <laughs> so they go oh my god <laughs> <laughs> who wants what they have just well fun there man it's, they're having yeah, yeah. a right old day that's what's happening when that's happening. so anyway I quite like I, this coded business it's brilliant 
Yeah, it they is. fucking lads have got it sorted. Yeah, you know what I mean. They know what's There's going no on. fucking about. Just get it done. This is what I'm into. <laughs> yeah, 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 fucking yeah. Fucking hell, just fist me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Piss in my face and fist me. So, uh, so after tying him up, um, willingly, obviously uh, Peter Walker willingly did it. Colin uh, gagged him with two condoms tied together, just stretched them out around his head and just fucking. I mean, yeah, okay. You d- you're doing a bit of S and M. Yeah, you, you you might not be freaked out by that because yeah. you might think, okay, he's getting out of his yeah. fucking bag. It's a bit, bit weird, weird but like it's it not, you know it's not like he's got a knife out. Yeah, and you yeah. go, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Walker had two dogs as well. So before all this fucking madness took uh, took place, uh, Colin Island locked them in the kitchen. Now over a period of of a few hours, whilst tied down to the bed. He punched and whip, whipped him with uh, belts and dog leads. He then got a plastic bag out of the kitchen and put it over Peter, Peter Walker's head and just started suffocating him. Was he tied up, man? Mm. He uh, probably loved it, though. It sounds silly. No, he didn't. Oh, didn't he? He was a bit too far. A random stranger ties you to the bed and oh, then starts suffocating about, you. Going, this is great. No, this is what they like, though, isn't it? So no, no, no. This is, no. People <laughs> like this shit. They do. People like being strangled and like gagged yeah, and yeah, all yeah. sorts They're of stuff. Like suffocated so. to death. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a bit of a unique style with a plastic bag, <laughs> it is. but it's you know, but still people would like it. I imagine they go, oh, okay, I see what he's doing. I know, yeah. I mean, I suppose there is. The, I don't know. He didn't like it, mate. It's terrifying. Right. So, so when because <laughs> yeah. when he was like, mate, he put the bag on his head, and when he was close to dying, yeah, like, he was about to like he's he's going to yeah. die. Colin would like remove the bag, and then he'd regain his composure and breathe, and then he'd just fucking whip it back on again, and he repeated that process of on and off for fucking hours, man. Hours. He, he told him, he says, look, you're going to die, mate. I'm going to kill you. And there's nothing you can do about it. He just love the total power. Why and didn't he, he do the classic, if it's a plastic bag, you know, when you get stuck on your mouth, you go, <laughs> suck it in quickly and pop it and go, ah. <laughs> and then he just goes, oh, another one. They're free now. They won't 5p. <laughs> <laughs> ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 10p ones, you'd be like, oh, fuck. Because yeah, they're, they're a lot thicker, aren't they? It's a bit frugal. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he, he forced him whilst obviously suffocating. He said, look, give me your your PIN number to your cash cards and obviously uh, Walker told him uh, and he eventually put the bag on his head and suffocated him t- to death. He's like, it's, a, it's horrific horror movie shit. He says that Walker knew he was going to die and actually wanted it to, to happen at the end. I mean, no he said just do it, yeah. Well, I don't think he said just do it, but he well, was just... A bit t- an hour or so of being starved of action, I, I'm a- I imagine. He, he didn't fight back. No. So the, uh, when he when he was dead... Uh, Colin obviously changed his clothes from his from his murder kill kit, and then he meticulously cleaned Walker's flat to remove any evidence, like forensic evidence. And whilst doing that, he found some HIV medication, which pissed him off proper because Peter Walker was willing to fuck him. Oh right, so yeah, okay. So um, so if he did, yeah, then he would have got HIV. So what he did is he uh, he shoved a condom in. In Walker's mouth, he put one up his nose and then dumped one on on his chest, and he, he just did that to humiliate him, basically. Yeah. Uh, he also got a couple of teddies and positioned them in like a sixty-nine position. He set fire to his pubes. He burned his bush, man. That's fucking. And yeah, uh, so yeah that's that's a different league. And then uh, whilst cleaning, he took the ropes off his body. He did this every single time because obviously that's forensic evidence. Yeah. He said it was a buzz. It was like losing his virginity. But he's a well creepy cunt because he stayed with um with wa- with um Walker's corpse all night until the morning and he left at 7 o'clock 7am just to like blend in with the commuters and just walk out because he'd figured it all out <laughs> uh, I suppose no, that's quite clever I know it's I know it's wrong and fucking crazy yeah but if you saw if, if he panicked or even if he walked out of someone's house at 3 in the morning if the neighbours for some reason was looking out and saw him and then they go he's dead they yeah. go hang on a second geezer walked out at 3 in the morning 
Exactly. At eight in the morning, they won't care. She's calculated, man. Well calculated. The next day, he withdrew 200 quid using his cash card, mainly to cover his train tickets and buy a new murder kit because he Obviously. destroyed it every single time. Oh, did he? He did it. Oh, it's okay. So Smart. I could be quite good at it then. Yeah, you could. Quite sound of it. He chucked all his bank details and cards and his flat keys into the River Thames from Battersea Bridge, which is a public place, which is a bit, I mean... Could have done it somewhere else, but whatever. And on the train home to Southend, he, he chuck his clothes, the clothes he was wearing when he killed him, out the window and the bag, the whole fucking lot, into like canals and shit in the London area. Mm. So he effectively destroyed all evidence. In the London. In London. He didn't take it back to his house nah, and burnt nah, it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Walker was found dead the next day in bed by a cleaner and he was covered with bed sheets. Now, Colin didn't know this at the time, and for two days, he was getting really pissed off that it wasn't on the news, because this is his New Year's resolution. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and after two days of waiting and seeing nothing, he actually called, he phone called the Samaritans. What? Yeah. And he says to him, um, He's not that clever, then. Well... I don't know whether he should have just let it go and wait and then done maybe tried to do another one the same and just carried on doing that and then people would have gone fuck me you will be amazed at what happens in this how what the the contact between him and the police it's insane he called up the Samaritans and he says listen go to this address there's uh, a couple of dogs locked up in the kitchen and their owner's dead tied to a bed I murdered him and then put the phone down. Okay, okay, okay. He's not done them because uh, I assumed he just said that just to try. But he actually said I murdered them. So he yeah, he was, told him he straight was away. Well yeah. pissed off. He didn't give a fuck about the animals. Right, he was just yeah. trying to alert people's attention. Yeah, yeah. He also called the Sun newspaper that very same day and, and basically said, "Look, this is it was my New Year's resolution. I killed a homosexual man. He was into kinky sex. So I fucking so he's murdered, tied to the bed. Yeah, he's playing with the media." That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to stoke up. He was tied to the bed, but he's not now, though. Because he took. Yeah, he took the ropes yeah, off. Yeah. He, he was tied to it. Well, he's a dead man in there, basically. Yeah. He's telling him information that only the murderer would know at this point because he what, didn't what know he, the body was found. What he should have done, right, is stuck something like um, <laughs> a really o- dodgy, weird object up his ass or something, <laughs> right? That's exactly what he should have done. No, no, or in his mouth. Like I know he put a Johnny in his mouth, but something that he can like go. A custom you know, made dildo, you know, like like a, 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 a I don't know a, a Bible. Or something like that. Bible? <laughs> yeah, a mini Bible. And just so that when they when he calls in and says, there's a dead man up there, he's got a Bible up his ass. it was me. <laughs> then no, they, they, they go, how the fuck do you know that? That's a good guess, that is. Yeah, you know, you know mean, what I mean? Hey, what he should have done, he's made like a uh, like a customised dildo with his calling card on it and just gone, <laughs> pop that in. Oh, no, man. Oh, this, feels, this feels like a Collins, was it, what's his name? Colin? C- Colin Island. Colin Island. This is a Colin dildo, I can tell. Yeah, look at this, man. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, um, the police were obviously... Or just tying up with loads of hankies. <laughs> yeah, multicolored hankies. Yeah, yeah. The police knew this. Sh- the, the Sun newspaper actually called the police and said, listen, we've had this guy on. He's saying that... He murdered. And uh, they went, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we're, in, we're aware of a body and we're, we're investigating a possible murder. Uh, but the police said it was a sex game gone wrong. Uh, there was very little evidence. It's still a murder, though. Well, not necessarily. That could have been an accident, and the geezer's just fucking well, done it's one. Well, man- still manslaughter. It's still something to be serious about. It's not, it's not absolutely it's, it's not to go. It's not to go. Oh, we might have accidentally killed him. It was yeah. a sex game gone wrong. Oh well. But that was a relationship with the uh, the. So uh, they the didn't gay care. Lads. No, that's so why he when the sex them. game went wrong. End the fellow who done it. Oh well. That's your Don't worry about that. See you later. Like uh, he, he, thought, he, he might uh, might do it again. Might not. Well, he, he probably will. He thought he'd got away with it. He really did, because his cleanup was too good. And like the dudes drinking at the Colhern that night were not talking to investigators because they were scared of being prosecuted for being yeah, associated yeah. with potential SNM. Murders, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, you know what yeah, I mean? Or, 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 well, not murder. Okay, um, well, yeah. 
accidental what's it called manslaughter well they don't want attention put on themselves because it, I mean now like if if to be honest it wouldn't matter by that point I'd go do you know what we've had we've we've had serial killers here all the time we walk around with hankies we might as well just talk well it's like I suppose I suppose back then like if, if you were gay like now if someone comes up to me and says I'm gay I'm like great if they, it's, like, if it's like saying they're straight but back then but it, cl- it that was cl- different that pub's clearly notorious right for clearly serial killers is, right for serial killers no, but if you walked in there and you did there. You walked in there regularly. Just say, people would go, yeah. He's, well, they're clearly into this and that because it was clearly something that everyone knew. Yeah. Man. So you know, why they should speak. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, it's absolutely. Not they should have spoke. I know it's different times, but they should have just spoke because it, li- yeah. they can't get done for something they haven't done. Shouldn't be so. getting done for being who, what yeah, you yeah. want to do, man. Yeah, yeah. Let them be, man. It's fucking totally cool. But yeah, kind uh, of waited a few months until like it proper. <laughs> died down from the news, from what little was there, which he wasn't happy about. So on the 28th of May, 1993, he returns to the Colherne again, the very same pub. Seems risky, but it's like a serial killer supermarket, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, which one do you want? And he meets uh, 37-year-old Chris Dunn. He was a, a nice fella, a librarian, kind kind chap. Again, he was posing as the uh, as the dominant dude. He started chatting with Dunn, who, uh, who actually invited Colin back to his house. As happens in every single case, a complete stranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, but that's what they kind of like, though, isn't it? It's kind of like a. That's what it's about with the handkerchief. It's kind of like yeah. if you're a stranger, this is what I'm into. That's what it yeah, is. If you know him, then then you're not going to go. Well, I know you're into that. Or, you know, you won't need the handkerchief. Well, so they were, they that's op- what the, that's all that hanky's about. Well, it's about op- strangers yeah. fucking each other. That's what it's about. Well, they were operating in the shadows because because mm. like they were so vulnerable. So yeah. Like society was kind of forcing these these lads to to do to do what they wanted to do, not hurt anybody, but they had to do it re- like on the sly. It's not mm-hmm. cool, man. They're just having fun. Let them fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? If you fucking make it illegal, people end up getting killed. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Dumb fucks. The same with drugs and everything. Yeah. Like I've said before, if you legalize like literally every drug and maybe uh, watch, you know, if you know what people are doing, um, and you have like I know they have centers for it, but legalize it and go look, Fine. you can have it in this center. Right, fine, but uh, you know, what I mean, then then you're not going to have organised crime over drugs or anything like that because they'll just fade out because yeah. there's no money in it anymore. Exactly. So back at Dunn's house, back at Chris Dunn's, they watch a bit of um, gay S and M porn, which Colin must have absolutely fucking hated. You know, I mean, there's cock and balls everywhere, and he's not even gay. Yeah, and he's, I think he's clearly homophobic. So he well, was he gay? Fuck, he was, wasn't is gay. He, is he one of these people who 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 is in denial, but still won't do it. Maybe. Is he very stubborn and... He never did it once. Not one single time, ever, apparently. Right. Never, never admitted to anything. He's admitting to fucking murder. Mm. You'd think, oh, yeah, okay, I'm gay as well. I mean, that's <laughs> fucking high five, yeah. But, you know, he didn't miss... Mate, yeah, but some people are f- so fucking tapped, they they think murder's probably better than being gay. Yeah. I, was, well, I don't know. Probably. But then, do you maybe. know what I mean? <laughs> so he tied Chris up. Like I think he, um, like he kind of like w- was willing to do it. He tied him up in a full body harness. So Chris had it at his house. Oh uh, right. So he, he was a, a bit of a pro. Yeah, he loved it. Yeah, he, uh, he tied him face down, naked, handcuffed, like to his feet behind his back. You know what I mean? Like that. I bet we loved that. 
bit. Well, Colin may, and the other fellow, obviously, but I mean, like Colin, I, I bet he was like fucking brilliant. This yeah. one, <laughs> yeah. what, what am I going to do to this one? I can't. <laughs> he's basically in a plastic bag, virtually. Anyway, he can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, uh, Colin Ireland demands his pin number, and Chris obviously is shitting himself at this point because he's, he's tied up. Yeah, he's t- he tells him straight away because he knows that shit's gone wrong. But he didn't believe him when he told him his number because his pin number had like three numbers in a row. It was like one, 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 two, and he was like, "The fuck's that? That's bullshit. There's no way you're fucking lying." So he beat the shit out of him, and he he held a cigarette lighter on his bollocks whilst he's. Bound and fucking tied up like that. What? I know, mate. Yeah. He told Dunn, you fucked up, son, and you're going to die. This isn't my first killing. And he strangled him with a noose. Just put a noose around his neck and went, see ya. And just fucking sent him on his way. Again, he proper deep cleaned the flat. I want to know what he thought when he went, went oh, fuck me, he was right. About his pin. Shit, I probably shouldn't have burnt his bollocks. I know, yeah. Shocking, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he cleaned the flat, stayed overnight, and uh, left with commuters the next morning. Like we say, he does that in everything. Mm-hmm. He, he nicked 200 quid off him to cover the cost for the murders. That's what he told the feds. In every case, it was to get a new kill kit, because he destroyed them like, every single time, and to get um, train tickets from Southend on sea to London. Is that his usual tactic, 200 pound every e- time? Yeah, well, whatever he could get. A new murder kit. Yeah. So I'm not taking any more, I promise no. you. Just uh, just enough for the murder kit and the travel. And cover the cost of the booze in the pub as well. Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. We've got to, you know what, what I mean? It's expenses print, and all that. He was found two days later, and a pathologist examined Chris Dunn's body. They said uh, the cause of death was manual strangulation through a homosexual act that gone wrong, even though there were no signs of sex, and his bollocks were burnt. Yeah, what the... F- as I say, I'd be like, have you, have you looked at his ball bag? I'd be like, he can't do that when he's tied up. <laughs> yeah, <Can't, laughs> you know what I mean? Who burns? I mean, come Who, on. Yeah, come on. What sort of sex game is this? Don't want to look into it a little bit more. Yeah. Burning his bollocks off. Now, the police, especially there's another murder, but the police didn't link the two murders at the time, even though they were very similar. Now, the reason right. being was Chris Dunn's murder was in a different part of London to Paul Walker. His murder was being investigated by a totally separate police force. So you got two different forces, two different... Uh, separate teams of police in two different locations not talking mm. so they essentially went completely undetected and unrelated the feds were like oh, it's just those pesky guys the pesky gay guys no one's going to talk to us because S&M's illegal move on end of and it's He's kind of got it sussed in that aspect from the police side doesn't he yeah yeah exactly that's them books it's, it's mad that like um, deaths can kind of be ignored. Someone's responsible, even if, like if you f- if they found like, a seem, woman. It seems like the sound of it, like it was just a nuisance at the time. As oh, yes, get, it was an accidental murder, accidental death. Sorry, um, not linked by next. <clears throat> Pretty much. If you, I mean, if they found a woman tied to a bed with her fanny hair burnt off and the noose round the neck, they'd fucking check them. Of course they would. They Do you would, know what I mean? Yeah, of course they would. They'd be like, there's something, this, this ain't no sex game. Fucking homophobic. But, but, appara- but apparently... Not on. But apparently when it happens to a, a, a gay bloke, that it, it's a sex game gone wrong. I know. But if it happens to a woman, the same thing, <coughs> it's not a sex game See gone wrong. That, that's that's um, manslaughter or murder. I know. It's fucking crazy. So you would burn anyone's... Pubes off, well, burn their bollocks or burn the fanny off, would you? Exactly. It's that's, that's extreme. So he, Island, at this point, he desperately wanted the police to link the cases, but not directly to him, so he could be like free to kill more undetected, mm-hmm. getting that serial killer fame that he wanted. <clears throat> because there was no press coverage linking the two separate ki- uh, crimes, six days later, <clears throat> he went out and uh, 
went on the rampage again. And he was like, look at me, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? That's what he's trying to do. So the third victim was on the 4th of June, 1993. He went back to the Colhern again, obviously. The same pub. I want to know what the bar stuff and the management of the bar stuff. <laughs> when they go, right, Jimmy's dead. And I forgot the names. Jimmy and, um, obviously, Paul Gary. Paul Walker, Chris Dunn, so far. Right, Paul Walker and Chris Dunn, right. They, they've died. They're clearly probably going there regularly. They've both been dead a relatively short time. I wonder if they go, hmm, there's someone in here who's doing this. Well, he apparently would, would uh, bef- before he started killing, he was He's not that clever because he's going back there again. He's kind of pushing it well, now. He's ru- this is part, that's part of the serial killer game. He's trying to rub it in the police faces. Right. He's like, link it, you cunts. But he'd, be, right. he'd drink in there, of, like, um, re- not regularly, but he wasn't completely, he wasn't a blank face and he walked in. He's like, oh, there's that fella again. Not like, oh, he, yeah, yeah. here he is for the second yeah, time. Yeah. And he two guys have like died. Twice a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. They die twice a month. He, he was a, a sort of, not a local, but he'd go there yeah, to, yeah. to a, sort of acclimatise staff to his face. So, uh, yeah, he, he, t- he returns um, and he picked up 35 year old Perry Bradley third. He was an American businessman living it. The third? What the fuck is all that about? Could you not think? Perry Bradley third. I know, yeah. He was an important businessman. He was actually a son of a US congressman. How how <laughs> when you get the third right? You know you have like a, like um um I don't know Downey Junior right or whatever they call them yeah, yeah right. Junior Senior does that mean them after him it's it's Downey Junior the first or does that mean it's the second because there's already there's in fact there's now be the third surely because <laughs> you got one already and you got Downey Junior just say Mate. and then you got Downey Junior the the first is actually the third. Mate, I don't understand it. I don't know. It must be that's how well, I'd why say. Why would you want to call yourself? Why would you want to call your offspring after you? I mean, if you if you're named after your dad or your dad, who I couldn't sound like a, a middle name or something. Fair play, but I couldn't sound a middle name. But your main prominent name, with your middle name, no one knows anyone's middle name really, do they? No. What's yours? Uh, Stephen. <laughs> 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 but do you know what I mean? But it's true though. I mean, not ma- I had to have a think about that for a second. <laughs> I know you did legit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not many people know their middle names, do they? No. No, so, so, well, not many people know the middle names. What I mean is, <laughs> not many people know other people's middle names, is what I'm trying to say. I know what you meant. So, anyway, yeah, he picked up Bradley and they, they head back to uh, to Perry Bradley's fat, uh, flat. Now, initially, Perry Bradley didn't want to be tied up by a complete fucking stranger. I mean, no shit. Yeah, yeah. This is a, he's a smart guy. About he went, I want to go out with you again. But Colin Ireland said, listen, mate, this is the only way I can get a dick sneeze going. You've got to let me fucking tie you up. I can only fucking have a squirt <laughs> if, if you're tied up. Only way. Imagine if he was these words. Look, mate, it's the only way I'm going to get a dick sneeze is if I tie you up. <laughs> well, I can fucking cry out my one eye. You had your, your, your black hanky on your right arm, didn't you? <laughs> well, well, fucking get tied up. <laughs> so, uh, so Bradley agrees. Now, he, t- he was tied up naked, face down on the bed. and it, I mean, that's pretty fucking bad, but Ireland put a noose round his neck whilst he was still, like, completely compassmented, obviously, and said, uh, give me your fucking pin number, bitch. So he's like, oh, my God, shit's just getting fucking... He didn't do it at first. He's like, this is probably part of the game. So in return, Colin Ireland just fucking tor- started torturing him. He's beating the shit out of him. And Bradley's thinking... Oh, okay, shit. this is like a stick up. Oh right, you think? Yeah, okay, yeah. He's just one of Rob's. He's just gonna nick. He's gonna nick all my fucking. Ca- anyway, whatever. Here's my money. Just go for it. He gave him the pin number and hoped he'd just fuck off and leave. Yeah. And uh, once he extracted the details he needed, he said to he said to Bradley, he said, "This is real. This is happening. There's nothing you can do. Comply with my requests, and it's going to be easier for you. You can't get away. 
it's over. He even said, it's going to be a long night and you better get some sleep. And surprisingly, Perry Bradley did. Completely incapacitated with nothing he could fucking do. He just shut his fucking eyes and fell asleep. Whilst Colin Island, he sat next to him, completely tied up, listening to the radio for fucking hours. How scary is that? Fuck. Yeah. It's me like, what the fuck is happening to me? Shit. He can't do anything, can he, as well? Oh. Poor bloke, man. Just fucking vulnerable, and he got he got fucking snapped. Yeah, it's, just like, it's, it's the most hor- horrific thing, because even if yeah. he left the room to go for a piss or something, or it's not like you're locked in a room, and you might be able to smash, kick a wall, or kick a door down or something. Can't do anything. Can't do anything. He's literally stuck where he is. Uh, Conline said after he got his bank details, he actually considered leaving him tied up and alive. alive but did he like him then in a way i don't i don't know i think it might have been because of his high profile that there may have been he more attention uh, but oh, he if wanted he, to be caught so it kind of you know if I mean? he kept him tied up alive though and someone found him alive like that and he mentioned it then then he would have that serial killer name because he you know if he's said to him i've done this before or whatever right which he may have to um to yeah, Brad- did. bradley perry bradley yeah perry bradley yeah, he told him, yeah. then then they might go oh shit and then, yeah, but the problem is he knows what he looks like, so well, that's this it. is why he's killing them, isn't it? Well, yeah, because he knew he, he just put a noose around his fucking... Whilst he was asleep, the noose, he just he said he just tightened it when he was asleep, and he said he went very, very quickly. He didn't sh- struggle too much, apparently. He just fucking passed out and went, to, and that was it. He was gone. And after murdering him, Colin went into the kitchen and made a sandwich. Well, yeah, Solid, not? which he ate next to his body. He then put a toy doll on his chest. Again, he cleaned the flat and sat with his body before leaving in the morning after nicking 300 quid off him. 300 this time? 300 quid, yeah. He found like 100 notes in the in the, uh, in the the flat and then he obviously he just maxed out his card and I think 200 quid or whatever. Um, and he said, well, while sitting, this is the first time he was able to, because this is his third murder. He's not becoming accustomed to it, but he's getting over the, the fucking... The nerves yeah, yeah, doing yeah, yeah. it. It's becoming a it's bit becoming normal. Yeah, in yeah. A way. He said, like, when he was sitting with people he just murdered, he was he was kind of like fascinated to watch how the bodies would change in the first few hours after death. Like blotches would appear, colour loss, stiffness, no, I, and I, gases. I, I, no, I could understand that. I, I, I this is going to sound really mad, but I'd be interested in that. But just because it's it's a transition of being alive to dead and the first few hours must be quite highly important in in well, the process, yeah, obviously. Just your body starts to... Work. It so said it freaked him out, though. He didn't deal deal with it very well. Why did he watch it, then? Just because he had to stay there all night to blend in. I suppose in. it's like when someone goes, oh, have you seen that video of that kid getting his heart cut out? Mm. And then so you go nah, and then, and like yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then then you go nah, and then you get home and you're like, oh, I need to see this video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a bit of a twitch in the yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch this video now. It's on my mind. I'm gonna be thinking it for four weeks. Otherwise, yeah. just get it out of the way. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking WhatsApp group, you need to join for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So initially, the uh, the police didn't link Perry Bradley's case with the with the others because he was apparently a straight dude. His family said he was. He wasn't gay. Okay. But when they realised that he too was at the Colhern the night he died, they started to at least possibly entertain the idea that was something... Oh, right. Okay, something so after up. the third one, they thought, maybe there's something wrong here. They didn't say... They'd all gone to that pub the night before. Yeah, yeah. Is this the one that Nilsson went to? Hang on, let's have a think. Could there be something linked with that pub every yeah. night? Every night they die, they go to that pub, <laughs> yeah. um, they come back dead... Um, no, no, it must be yeah. just an accidental thing. It's just Again, it's just gay lads. Another just ac- accidental thing, yeah. 
They didn't say that it was a serial killer operating at this point, but the gay community, on the other hand, they knew full well yeah, of course they did. this was the work of a, a mad serial killer. Um, they knew they were being targeted, and they were speaking to, to each other, saying, fucking watch your back, man. This There's something fucking going down. But the relations with the police are so bad, they couldn't, they couldn't talk to them. Uh, the murder was reported, like Perry Bradley's murder was reported on TV, and, and Colin was starting to get the response and notoriety that he wanted. He actually watched the BBC news headlines covering his murder with a friend at his house, and uh, he, uh, he asked his mate, he said, what, what do you think, what's going on here? What do, you, what, do you, what do you reckon about this? And his mate was like, he's probably just a fucking nutter on the loose. He was like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he likes it, yeah, fuckers. yeah. So what, wanting more recognition and getting sort of the, you know, the imp- all-important serial killer name, three days later, on the 7th of June, Colin Iron uh, picks up 33-year-old Andrew Collier from the Colhern pub again. Again. Okay, another, yeah. It's a, yeah. Three days. There's yeah. no one watching this fucking place. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'd think that you'd think there'd be people sitting there all the time now if they think there's something going on. Undercover. And wait for whatever happens for the next day and go, right, we know this person was there, that person was there. Yeah, and it's you the bouncers it. on the fucking door watching people. But no, nah, man, because they were operating in the shadows because that's horrible being gay apparently back then. Mm. Fucking mongs. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, Collier, was, he was a warden at a uh, homeless shelter. He was a... He was an, another decent lad, decent lad. He was HIV positive. They got talking and they headed back to Collier's house. And for some, for some point... Um, I think it was during the early hours of the morning that a fight, this is quite important actually, this bit, a fight kicked off outside of the flat. So, Colin Island is in there. Oh, he's been disrupted. A, yeah, and it kicks off and they're like, he's not tied up. They're just, just drinking yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And they were like, what's going on out there? They, they look out the window, see what's going on, and then they move on. Um, Andrew Collier agrees to be being tied up. And um, obviously, Colin Island starts to extract bank details from him. But uh, but Andrew refuses. He's like, you know, fuck you. I'm not fucking. Like, he probably didn't expect what was going to happen. Thought it was a game, part of the game. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. But to show how serious he was, Colin Island grabs Andrew Collier's pet cat, puts a rope round its neck, and hung it off the bedroom door, killing it in front of him whilst he's tied to a bed. He then began to systematically burn his body by putting cigarettes out on him. He on burnt, the cat, you mean? Or? No, on the fucking... Du- on the dude, on oh, Andrew. Right, okay, right, he's okay. fucking killed his cat on the door, turns around on and On his starts, body, right, Yeah, okay. whilst okay. he's going, my fucking cat, man. And he's like, yeah, I've got your nipples. And he starts burning him. He burnt his pubic hair, burnt his fucking dick. He's like, bitch, give me your pin number. I'm fucking serious. You know, mm. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got really angry with, uh, with Collier, apparently. He's full of rage. Tied up and he was full of rage. Fucking Fair play to him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, and obviously, Collier, he tells him, but it didn't matter. I just, um, you just wouldn't tell him if you know you're going to die. Because if he's hungry, cat, he's not He's not going to let you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. You might have to suffer a bit of pain, but... Well, he, well, he did. I'd go, I ain't telling you, because you, you, won't, you won't let me go. So I'm either going to die, or you're going to keep <laughs> doing this until you get the number out of me. You ain't getting it. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. You ain't getting it. I don't know, man. I think How I'll long so will this scared. last? I'll be so scared. I'll be like, just scream. I'll just go as loud as I can for the neighbours and shit. Just go, mm. fuck this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just going mad and just constantly doing it. I mean, I, I don't suppose we'd ever fucking know until we're tied up being tortured while someone's killing your cat in front of you. God knows what's going on. Well, through, you're, you're not going to live, are you? No. Well, I, think no. I'd, I think I'd know by that point if he's hanging your cat and he's putting shit out in your nipples, you, you're going to die. Well, he, uh, he, he did. Hunger cat. <clears throat> what person does that? I know. I knew the cat bit would piss you off. You're like, fuck that, man. Is it animals? Bastard. What's the animal done? 
Yeah, he was probably sitting on his lap going, and he went, fucking watch yeah. this. I know, I know, obviously, the lad hadn't done anything as well, but like, still, the yeah. they have no clue whatsoever. No, it's just an example. Just wanted to show him he's serious. But he killed him. He strangled him with a noose. But again, he didn't do it in one go. He put it on, loosened him off, let him regain like his his composure. And then he just he just do it. Toyed with him, mate. Toyed with him for fucking eight. Poor bloke. I mean, you've just seen your cat murdered. You're tied to a bed naked with a noose around your neck while some random stranger burns and tortures you. Again, he changed his clothes. He cleaned the flat of any evidence, but... Um, Left the cat, obviously, in the person, I'm guessing. Or did he take the cat? No, no, he didn't, know. But he f- he, whilst cleaning the flat, he found his HIV medication, which fucking pissed him off even more. So um, he returned to his body, and he put a condom on Andrew Collier's cock. And then he, he, got the, uh, he pulls the dead cat off the door um, and puts it on his chest and forced the cat's mouth open and shoved Collier's dick in the cat's mouth. He then put a condom on the cat's tail and then put that into Collier's mouth. So he's kind of like a weird 69-type sort of right. affair going okay. on. And he was also... He shoved a few condoms into into his gob as well. Just feel like just... So it, it, the ones with HIV, he's done that a few times, isn't he? Yeah. Johnny's in the mouth. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it was. Because they didn't tell him. That's what made him really angry. Now, he did He did it for two reasons with, with the condoms. Firstly, it was help. It was to help the police link the cases. He's trying yeah, he's, to he's help the police. Going, it's like a, a cool card to say, it's me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Paul Walker was gag- gagged with uh, condoms. And secondly, uh, after killing Paul Walker, you know, when he called the Samaritans to tell them that their dogs were locked up, some newspapers reported that the killer must be an animal lover. So he okay. fuck, he fucking he hung the cat just to fuck with him. Right, okay. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, he, yeah. he waited till dawn, uh, and then fucked off. He dumped his murder kit on the way back to Southend on sea. Now his body was found the next day by a friend, and police immediately noticed the similarities with the condoms, and they linked it yeah. to Walker's case. I mean, no fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. They should have got it after the fucking second or third time. I suppose that's hindsight, though. And we're looking at this if, in if hindsight. Still gone to that pub and they go, where he was? Where was he last night? He's like, oh, fourth time now. Yeah, yeah. Fourth time in rapid succession now. We're building yeah, yeah. up here. They, they, they fucking lock down that pub. You know mm. what I mean? Sit in there and have someone in there or have a few people in there. You know what I mean? Just drinking, leaving, drinking, come back. You know what I mean? Just mm. to keep your eye on the place. So whilst doing the investigation around the crime scene at the flat, um, the police spoke to neighbours and they said, well, there was a mad disturbance outside at like fucking one or two o'clock in the morning, a fight or whatever. And, de- and detectives thought to themselves, well, if the killer was here and he looked out the window, he might have done. He might have looked out the window if he was kicking off. He would have leant on the windowsill. So they dusted the fucking... this, And they found a print. Oh, so he didn't clean up fully then. Exactly. He yeah. did his usual steps of working up the... like the, I don't know, wherever he sat in the front room and then upstairs, but he didn't do the windowsill because of... Yeah, it okay. was on the back of the... Um, it was like a bar across oh, so the window. Like underneath, like that sort it, of thing. Whether he went underneath or over the top. He's just got, yeah, he's just got... Uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he cleaned got, yeah. the surfaces, but this is around the back. And they had, okay. they had this one single... That was the only piece of forensic evidence throughout the entire case that linked Colin Island to any of the yeah. murders. But they had nothing to link it to at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's just a print. This is the geezer's fingerprint. Suspe- he may have done it, or it could have just been another guy that come yeah, round yeah. for a drink or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So now they begin to... The police begin to publicly suspect that there was a serial killer operating yeah. finally that like we've got to say something yeah so because because all the dudes were last seen at the coal urn pub they were all gay they were all tied to a bed some had, some had condoms put like you know the nose in the fucking mouth weird places every single one of them was robbed so they're like there's, there's something going on here 
Yeah, yeah. Can't Definitely. ignore this. Yeah. Five days later, on the 12th of June, 93, Colin Island calls the police. He actually okay. rang them up and he says, listen, I'm a serial killer. He's like, look, you blind fools. I'm a dangerous murderer. I thought you were detectives. And on the phone, he tells them he's killed four times. He said, I've killed, the last guy I killed, I put a cat's tail in a dude's mouth with a condom on it. And you've got to stop me because if you don't, I'm going to continue to kill. He also asked them why the uh, Peter Walker murder had been, um, the investigation had stopped. Uh, and he said, why don't you look into the other deaths? He actually called the police three times that day and saying, look, I'm targeting gay lads because they don't talk to the police and because you don't treat them with respect. Right, okay. So they're like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. He's saying shit now that only hit the... Somebody within, somebody inside at the crime scene would know. Police, yeah, yeah. paramedics, the bloke who found yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or the murderer. A cat tail in someone's mouth. That's what I was saying. Like, put, if you put a Bible in someone's ass, you know what I mean? You're not going to guess that, are you? But if, if you know, they're not going to say that. Oh, by the way, uh, on the news, are they? And they go, um... Um, Gary was found dead with a with a Bible <laughs> in his ass. You know what I mean? They just they're just gonna they're just gonna go. Well, he clearly must have been there because no one is. No one's gonna have no guess one knows. That. You're not gonna guess that, are you? So, so he called the coppers three times on the 12th of June, and that very same day he killed for the final time. So he, he's he's lost his fucking shit now. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just fuckers. wants to get caught. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he we didn't want to get caught, but he's I just think he pissed did. off. So he, he picked up 41-year-old Emmanuel Spiteri at the Colhern. The fucking <laughs> fucking cunt. And the, and the familiar sequence of events happened. He was handcuffed to a bed, and um, Ireland tried to get his PIN number again, but Spiteri, he wasn't having it. He was like, fuck you. Even when he put a noose around his neck, like trying to scare him, he still didn't tell him. He was eventually beaten, tortured, sh- and strangled to death. So, you know... How, how he's done it in every single case. Yeah, yeah. He then cleans the flat, and this time, to mix shit up, he gets all these fucking books and all these fucking clothes and shit, piles it into the middle of the floor and, and sets fire to it. Okay. <laughs> trying to burn the fucking place down just to try and get more attention. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but the fire burned itself out. The neighbours didn't even realise that his house... <laughs> the problem is, with all books, you need to need them all to be open to burn properly. Otherwise, <laughs> they, they don't burn. Fucking pyrotechnic, Rob. <laughs> they don't? They don't burn? I'm telling you, you stick fucking yeah. ten pieces of paper together, like they're tightly put together because of the the book, the way it is. You set fire to it; it'll burn for about four seconds, and then it just stops. It does. It doesn't. You it have needs, to. Like, it needs oxygen going through it. You need and to stoke not. that fire. So that's essentially what happened. Mm. It, it, it just couldn't. It burned itself out. Mm. So the place is filled with smoke. It's fucked, but, yeah, but nobody like, knew. Yeah, everyone just went, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. But at this point, when you think about it, Colin was on a rampage. Now, obviously, the dates are going. We've just gone through for like I don't know. 20 minutes or so, half an hour on the dates. He'd killed four times in 17 days and he'd killed three people in a week. Yeah. So he's like ramping it up. Yeah, yeah. On the 13th of June, the day after Spiteri's murder, he actually called the police again and he said, um, he told them, look, you need to look for a body in a house fire. He also said, I've killed enough people now to be classified as a serial killer. I'll probably just, I'll probably just stop now. Is that what he said? Yeah, Fair yeah. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure enough, Spiteri's body was found. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they knew that already at yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah. But they were like, shit. I'll probably just stop now. I like nah, it. I'll just knock it on I've the done head. my serial killer shit. 
So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like doing your, like, your best round of golf and going, do you know what? I've quit now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just stop. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'll do. I'm quite happy with my performance. <laughs> yeah. Body of work's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. my head. Yeah. I'll come back. I'll probably yeah, only yeah. get... Nah, I'm knocking it on the head. Yeah, that's it. So they knew now, the feds knew there was 100% serial killer operating in the area. Now, fearing more victims, they held a midnight press conference a few hours after finding Spiteri's... It was midnight. So it's like they found the body yeah, six hours it, later, yeah, bang, bosh. Because yeah. they were like, fuck, he's going to, he's, he's on a rampage. He's going to do it again. Yeah, if he's done three in seven days, yeah. then he's going to probably do it again in the next day or two at least. Yeah. So, yeah. And we're going to, we can't. We need to stop this, yeah. If we don't act quick. Should have stopped quick, it a long time ago, but yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. If we don't act quick, we're going to, we're going to, it's going to come back on us not looking good. Yeah, in two days, there'll be another dead body. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. A day later, man. Yeah. So they actually warn the gay community. They say, listen, lads, you've got to be vigilant. You can come and talk to us in confidence. You're not going to get in trouble. You're being who you are, whatever. Just come. They didn't. They yeah. just kept their mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. Now, they, at the time, they suspected the killer might have AIDS and was on like a revenge rampage. They handed out flyers at Gay Pride on the 24th of June. There was 50,000 lads there. And they were like hoping that somebody would, you know, say something. Um they, the same day, they issue an e-fit of the suspected killer's face, thinking, 50,000 dudes, man, someone's on the lookout. But meanwhile, detectives were tracing the killer. Now, they knew Emmanuel Spiteri and the killer had to use a train to get from the Colhern back to his flat. So what they did is they looked at the, like, the schematics of the London Underground and yeah. figured out the most likely route back, yeah. which would have taken through Charing Cross Tube Station. Now, luckily, because we're going back in the day, it's in mid-90s, it had one of London's first CCTV security systems installed. Literally oh, right, okay. one of the first. So they checked it, and sure enough, there's Emmanuel and a tall dude heading back to his pad. So they take screen grabs and then just send it out yeah, to the yeah. news stations and put it on blast. On the 19th of July, Colin Island recognises himself on TV, so he's like, okay. They're gonna games f- on. I'm about to get fucked. Yeah. yeah, even a friend, a family member. He's gonna clearly know it's me. Yeah, yeah. So he decides to go to his solicitors for a chat. Uh, he instructed his solicitor to call the police, and he said, "Look, man, that's me in the footage, but I'm not the killer. I'd gone back to Spiteri's house for a fuck, but when I got there, there was another guy there. They wanted the threesome, but I wasn't down with that, so I left him alive. The other guy was there, so he's trying to palm it off. You know what I mean?" Yeah, do you think the police are going to fall for that now? Well, they said, okay, mate, cool. Be, can, can I just listen to your voice? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, shit, yeah. you've called me a few times. Yeah, we can tell it's you, you dick. They were like, look, thanks for coming forward, mate. You're trying to, you know, move yeah. yourself off the uh, off the list of wanted people. Um, but Ireland had made a further appointment with his solicitors at a later date to send some more information to the police. But the solicitors spoke to the feds and went, he's coming back in. And I'm not happy about this. This doesn't yeah, yeah. seem... This just doesn't seem right. This seems like really stupidly defensive to a point where he'd done it, yeah. Yeah, this ain't fucking... So, sh- sure enough, he came back to the solicitors, but the police were aware, and he was promptly arrested there and then on the spot. And he went quietly. He said, absolutely fuck all. They took him to the station. He said nothing. Now, he's thinking he's safe at this point. Mm. Just keeping his mouth shut. You know, no comment, no comment. They took his fingerprints to eradicate him ah. and they matched it to that single fucking print that he forgot to clean whilst looking out of the uh, that fire yeah, yeah. Collier's flat 
So they knew he, he was... He was another murder before. Yeah, well, they can put him in Collier's flat yeah, yeah. the day he died, and now he's on security footage. Going to the other fellow who's died, yeah, he, yeah. At, at Spiteri's, who, who also dies. Guilty, so they were like, sir. They were like, fuck you, right, you're going to be charged, and they charged him with Collier and Spiteri's murders, and whilst being held on, uh, like, for waiting for trial, he said nothing. He didn't open his mouth in a single... I mean, like, he didn't... He literally just... Went, he just shut his mouth. No one heard him speak for a month because he was like, hmm, what the fuck do I do here? He said he was thinking about his mental well-being after, you know, when he opened his mouth. On the 19th of August, 93, he cracked and he, com- he confessed to all five murders. And um, there was no trial because he went straight because he yeah, confessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like an open and shut case. He was given five life sentences. And on the 20th of uh, November, 1993, they were like, nah, it's a whole life tariff. You ain't ever coming out. What a fucking madman. Yeah, but, but, um, but if you got to just say it's 25 years each murder, you know what I mean? If it's five murders, no way you're getting out. Even if you're half it, really. You know what I mean? Even if they go, oh, yeah, good behaviour. We'll no. let you out, which is like, in my mind, ridiculous for anyone who's yeah, done yeah. any sentence. Good behaviour will let you out half the time. That's <laughs> ridiculous. How do, you, how do you work that out? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's ridiculous. You give them the sentence, they do that time. They do that time. Yeah, he's, um, yeah. So, yeah, he's like, oh, fuck. Fingerprint, yeah, fingerprint, fingerprint, fingerprint. Apparently, when they if said it wasn't for those pe- pesky fighters. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for that disturbance, mm. God knows. Yeah. If that didn't happen, he might not have been caught because he would not have put his hand on that, mm. on the windowsill. But there's some sketchy details, like when he was held in prison, that he actually strangled and murdered a child killer in his prison cell. So has he killed someone else in prison? Well, yeah, it's, it's not been... It's it's weird. Everybody listening to this, have a look on this on on Google. It's not been. Um, it was never done for it. It wasn't something like that was. Or did he kill someone who's fucking well more mental him, and they just thought, fuck it. He's he's got a life tariff anyway. But it, they reckon it happened in Wakefield Prison in Yorkshire, and like because he was on a full life tariff, just he was never coming out. Mm. There were there was no point going to trial because like the money but cost. Both him. of them are probably in prison for life. Well, he was a child killer. Yeah, exactly. So. so it seems like the cops think he did a solid and just went, fuck it. He killed a pedo. Whoops. Maybe. They might have. They probably shouldn't have because obviously every life's a life, but I know some people deserve to die in my mind as well. He should have he should have pe- targeted pedos from the fucking start. But it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't mean, though, you get a high five if you kill yeah, absolutely. a yeah, serial killer. You know what I mean? Because that's not the right thing to do, <clears throat> even though it's... It's what you want to do. <laughs> what you want to do, maybe. Do you know what I mean? It's it's one of those. Um, so mm, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. At the end of the day, we, you know, we're not going to know if there's no coverage or anything on it no, at all. That's same shit. It's interesting yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder if he done prison the, rules. I, I reckon he done the same thing, you know, as well. Probably Hopefully. fucking tied him up, <laughs> and fucking strangled him slowly. You know what I mean? Keep. Bringing him back close to death and bringing him back close to death and then just killing him. That's a personal way to to, to send someone off, isn't it? Strangling. Well, he clearly likes it though. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Because he kept he kept doing it, didn't he? he kept not not in one strangle, dead. Yeah. He, he'd do it and then let him come back a bit and then do it again and then let him come back. He obviously he obviously got a hard on doing that. Well, he said he had no hate for the gay community. He said I've got nothing against them. What you killed? What you want about? It's because <laughs> he's gay himself. I think. I Maybe. honestly do. Do you think he sat there watching gay porn, right, with with that one fella, going, 
That's what I'm saying, yeah. No, he would have been necking him and doing all sorts. So. He should have just fucked him. He should have just had a bit of a go and then, and then maybe left. he would have been fine. Left, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not kill him, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this as bad it's as not I the end of the world, yeah, exactly. Off I go. Exactly. He died on the 21st of February 2012 in Wakefield Prison. Natural causes, apparently. Okay, What was? Did, does it say what the natural causes were? I think it was some sort of lung disorder some sort of fibros lung fibrosis or something. some shit like that yeah something like that basically mm. yeah so well, that's colin island man yeah he he yeah he was quite clever i suppose he was calculated he worked out that police wouldn't be checking it up too much as well and he knew that and he picked on okay he was stupid because he kept doing it in the same pub but like you say, if his motive was to be known as a serial killer, then, yeah, he's done a good job of it. Yeah. He hasn't, you know... He, if you're a serial killer and haven't been caught, are you still a serial killer? Yes. It's like is it, if a tree's falling down in the woods, can you hear <laughs> it? You know what I mean? Yeah, Cause, cause if, if you don't tell anyone and you die, you're not a serial killer to everyone else. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, yeah. Someone let us know on a postcard. Yeah, What what is the rules? Do you only a serial, serial killer if you get caught? It's the operation that they're liking it. The fact that they know there's a, a, a mad person operating, but they can't fucking pin them down. That's what they're after. Yeah. So there you go, people. Yeah. Fucking Colin Island. Yeah. Colin, Colin Island. Island. Colin Island. I'm guessing he's from Ireland. I'm not actually. <laughs> I'm just saying it because he's got an Ireland in so his name. Next week we got the final instalment of Murder Month. Murder Month um, frenzy. Yeah, and uh, get us on all our social media bollocks. Yeah. Google. Type in our name. It will come up there. Right. Give us money on Patreon if you want to. Um, t-shirts at T-Mill something or other you just type it. in Robots Rise t-shirts you'll probably come up I imagine um, um, yeah and enjoy your weekend everyone and don't go murdering and tying people up yeah man be sound to everybody fact, tie people up then murder them do it that <laughs> way <laughs> see you next week see you in a bit <laughs> <laughs>